Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood. This is SoFloRadio.com. I want Rudy to dress in my place, coach. He deserves it. Don't be ridiculous. You're an all-American and our captain. Act like it. I believe I am. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Groovathon Love for Love Special Edition. <laughs> I am Tony C. And as always, I'm joined live in the studio by the master of production and engineering, the man who makes sure that our groove remains satiny smooth, and a friend who has been the expediter of my dreams for the last, yeah, check it, you all, five years. Wow. Me compadre. You Incredible. We can't live without him and love him. Los Georges. We can't love without him. We can't love without him, baby. Of course, every Groovathon is rooted in an attitude of gratitude. Mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in live and download the show here in America and around the world, y'all. Got a whole lot of love for love. I got a whole lot of love for love. How you doing, Palomine? I'm doing great. Y'all, I... I Leaving the house this morning, I was like, I had the news on in the background, and a friend of mine sent me a text. He's like, oh, I wanted to take care of that. I think there's a big snowstorm here. I was like, that's getting chilly. <laughs> we could, we, I heard we're getting down into yeah. the 50s. I love, I love the sight of snow on the news. On the news. That's <laughs> 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 it. I'm, <sighs> I'm watching. Every time I see they say it, actually, we're going to get down in like the 30s or 40s at night. If you live, yeah. I mean, I live I by the, the 40s. Well, I, live I, know, by, I live by the beach, so I don't give a shit. But you see my setup here, like the TV is in between the two windows over there. Right. You know, as long as <laughs> as long as the snow is falling on this in this window and not the other no, window. The uh, I love the that I love the perfect. contrast. I didn't even think about that. That's I look out. I look out these windows, the ones that flank the TV, and right. I see palm trees and sunshine, and then the center window, which is the TV. Right. There's snow that, falling. Right. You got jingle bells. I think you know these days they now they give names to like. Winter storms now. Sure. Winter storms such and such. Make the best of it, y'all. Yeah. Winter storms such and such. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's going to be coming across, you know, the entire Northeast and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to go outside and uh, dip in a pool. Right. <laughs> I literally love that. Yo, holy mazzoli, it is 2020. Yep. We, Special edition. We were going to take the day off, but then... So many things happened. And I, I'm telling you, this is, yeah, it's it's Martin Luther King Day, okay, and yeah, sure. this is important stuff, right? Okay, he's you know, let's let's just for one moment in time, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, on the show. Let's let's make sure we pay attention to the fact that this day is important. Okay, right. this is an important day. It is, you know, it is about trying to exercise the ultimate demon from mm-hmm. our nation's past: slavery and yeah. the continuation of racism in everyday life. Yep. For all too many people. Yep. In this country today, this yep. minute, right, right, right now, now, as we speak, as we speak. Okay, we got that out of the way. We can move on now. Yeah. Okay. Talk, start talking about love because we got lots of stuff to get to today, and lots of lots of love, lots of love. I got a whole lot of love. We can't. I we you know, talked just, about love and we do a, a medley last a medley year. Of love we, songs. we talked about him, and now he who to thunk it. Let me tell you something. This is basically, you know what this is? This is his Valentine's Day gift a little early. It's his own personal box of chocolates and flowers to the likes of you and I. That's what Lev has given us. He's get, hashtag love for Lev, baby. Right. What are you writing down now? What? My Cafe Press idea. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a line of, uh, of Lev t-shirts. Love for the love. You know, I was going to have this picture, the picture of oh, Lev. Oh, yeah, well, we've and got then, the heart And then different, different sayings, different sayings underneath, like, who do you love? <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm going to sell them. That is good. Starting oh, who do you love? I like that yeah. one. Oh, now now I'm going to have to, you know that by All day. 24 hours from now, I'm going to I'm going to have a list. I will have at least 10 solid winners sure. for you by tonight. Before yep. I go to sleep, I'll have 10. Before the end of the show, I'm going to have at least three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we do have a lot of other stuff to get to today, including a study in nuance as we explore the subtle difference between reciprocity and quid pro quo, as well as what it means to weave together a legal team. A le- no. Okay as well as what it means to weave together a legal dream team versus patching together a team of legal dream weavers. Okay. It took me I've a minute got, to I get to, there. I'm starting to chart that out. Yeah, I had to. I, I'm going to have to do a schematic on that one. Right, diagram you. that sentence for I me will, there, I will. You, on the board. <laughs> we will uh, preview next summer's blockbuster double feature, A Star is Stillborn, playing, oh, playing oh. with, you're going to like this one, of human Bondi. Oh, oh yeah, come yeah. on! I was yeah. gonna do. Uh, listen, I had a Ken and Bondi thing. I, Ken and Bondi dolls. If uh, I, I had that day, it was there. It was there, and I couldn't. I couldn't. Pull if she starred in a in an eighties bimbo movie, I would like her. Oh please! Like she's she's cute. Bondiarella. Yeah, all right. Hello. There you go. Uh, let me see. Chris Wallace straddles the fence between pundit and proxy. Here's one. I promise this this one, this is the one you're going to love. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'll explain why jayhawkers are poised for a real estate boom. Hint, you can't spell Leavenworth without Lev. Oh. Oh, come on. What? Nothing? Uh, okay. Nothing. Well, he might talk his way out of it. <laughs> I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about everybody else. That's the love, baby. <laughs> I know. We're going to have the Lev. The Lev wing in Leavenworth. That's why we love him. Oh, yeah. Also, springtime for Donnie in Switzerland. Winter for Poland and France and pretty much everybody else in the world who ain't a billionaire. Uh, let me see. Plus, oh, you don't like this one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hillary, here's a Hulu. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. 
You should have warned me about that. I could. You, you I usually do. You yeah, usually. but I'm going to tell you something. When we get to that, okay. you're absolutely going to appreciate this thing. I, I, I nail her on this one. And, you know, right. I don't dislike her except for right now. And later on, we're going to engage in a speed round of hypothetical hopscotch. Okay. You know, if they're going to do whatabouts, we're going to do what ifs. Okay. They look Great. back. Mm-hmm. We look forward. Okay. Right. To all if? of them. Okay. Going down, baby. Sounds like fun. Yeah, I know. I've got that Jeff back. I'm going down. Of course, all of that is going to be generously seasoned with the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. And yeah, this is that rarest of occasions, okay, where the groove is actually going to be supplicant. Yeah. To the yakety yak. Yes. This mm-hmm. one show, it's, you know, we. This one show. Okay, and my excuse for not putting together huge sets and, and you know, then sending mm-hmm. them off to you to get mastered and, and you know, made, made nice, okay, <laughs> is that last week was, uh, was my favorite week of the year, which is Barrett-Jackson Scottsdale auto auction. So I literally don't have time for much else. I'm watching. That's, that's just car porn. It's just eight solid hours of, of stroker. 383 stroker stroke material. Ooh. <laughs> it is just past 2 o'clock in the only Hollywood that really matters anymore. Yeah, Hollywood, Florida, that is. It means just past 9 a.m. on the Big Island Aloha to my Ka'u crew. Just past 7 at night, Dublin, Lytham, St. Anne, Lisbon, and the rest of Western Europe. And it's just past 9 p.m. in Istanbul where the uh, city is considerably less groovy with Celeste currently out of the region she is on vacation right now yo gramps master flash are you ready to see if we can turn the clarity of 2020 hindsight into fogless 2020 foresight i am ready saddle up y'all it's the groovathon on soflowradio.com <laughs>
the dirt. Crazy people standing around thinking they can really hurt. Baby doll, you can't solve mysteries of my claim to fame. Sacrifice your loser's ass. Come in, smell what mess my name.
get me I'm only flesh and bone But you make me as well forget me Cause my heart is stone You better leave me alone Chance a little so flow and Eddie. You like that one? I hey. like it now. Hey man, there you go. Uh, for that Soul Snatchers, that is featuring this chick. Yeah, her name is Yo Yo. <laughs> that was my cashier at Publix this morning. That was what was on her name tag. Yo Yo, seriously? Yeah, I said your mom didn't name you that, and she said. Nothing. She just kept on checking the groceries out. Apparently, she's heard that before. Where it's a pleasure to shop for yo-yos. <laughs> so it's called Who Told You? And kicking off the set, a band called Pandora. Uh, the song's called Days of Madness, D-A-Z-E, from Space Amazon, which is pretty much the only album they came out with. They had a uh, flexi disc that, came, that they came out with as well. Um, from 1974, it's part of the uh, New York glam rock uh, kind of thing that was going on back then, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, Joe Hansen and the New York Dolls and whatnot. But uh, it's an interesting, you know, the album itself, not bad. It's not bad. It's their only one. So we got a lot to get to today. Well, I mean, a lot of stuff caught my eye. We have a few quick items to dispense with, okay? Yeah. First of all, I was talking about the Astros cheating scandal. You know, they, they put a little camera in there. Mm-hmm. Well, the hammer came down, baby. Everybody got fired. And side note, unfortunately, Carlos Beltran, who was named the new manager for the Mets, he'd never managed a baseball team before. Well, he played for the Mets for a while. He was very great. He was a great player. But then he also was with the Astros, and unfortunately, he had to go because he was there during the cheating scandal. Then they had to fire. The Red Sox had to fire their manager because he used to manage the Astros, and then he he managed to manage the Astros to a World Series victory, and then somehow mysteriously also managed to uh, manage the Red Sox to a victory the following year. Somebody's going to have to start checking the Green Monster, see if there's a little a little teeny hole in there for you know one of those those spy cameras. Uh, we were watching, you know, we, when I came in here, the, the uh, I, this guy I, I see this guy do an interview about the uh, the rally that's going on in Virginia, the pro-gun rally. They're pro-guns. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, unfortunately, there are going to be some bad actors here. Like, hey, you want to eliminate bad actors? Don't have a pro-gun rally on the say, on Martin Luther King Day, you fucking racist, scumbag piece of shit trying to pawn yourself off as a decent human being. That's, right. Yeah. But yeah. But that defeats the purpose. Be, right. It defeats, it defeats the, whole the whole purpose. purpose. It's not about guns. It's about racism. Let's just let's be clear about that. I thought this was interesting. The, uh, did you hear about this kid in Mexico? Like this 11-year-old kid shot up his school? No. Yeah. It's unusual that that happens there, too. You don't hear, you know, that's in America, pop the right, course. Right. 
But this was somewhere down in Mexico. Some kid, you know, not even a teenager yet, walked into school with a handgun, automatic handgun, and gunned down a bunch of his uh, classmates. Here's the thing. Hmm. All right. I would like to know where that gun came from. I'd like to know the history of that gun, okay, from literally from like manufacture to massacre. Okay. That's okay. that's funny because my reaction when I hear a story like that is I'd like to hear about uh, the, the kid. And, uh, I would too. Was, was yeah. he bullied, for example, is the first oh, thing that, that came to my head. What, what combination of the two? Right. I want to hear about that too. I want to hear about that too, but I'll tell you something. Uh, you know you what? What drove this kid? Yeah, but you know what? Do you, this is you don't. This doesn't happen in for the most right, part right, because right. You, either that, or we're not hearing about it. But I have a feeling that if there were kids gunning down their classmates what, in around the world, what you have you in, hear about what it. you have in the third world that we also don't hear about is uh, a lot of human atrocities. All right, the human. Well, that's atro- different. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of atrocities in Mexico. A, a lot of a, a lot yeah, of horrible, kidnappings, rapings, stuff, gang yeah. are horrible. But I'm by the way, I'm but they've got specifically about I don't, kids going sure. to school with a gun. But in. understand something: you've got uh, feeling of rage gangs where they learn. You've got gangs and cartels in Mexico. Guns are not hard to find in Mexico. No, they're not. And you know what? You know why they're not hard to find? I don't know. Cause us. Yeah. Good. Let's I mean, move on. Sure. Um. I was talking about this a while ago, and, you know, one of the reasons that this show, that we're doing a show, Mm -hmm. is that next year we can come back and say, well, if you listen to the show we did last year, we told you about this. Well, last year, (laughs) I was talking- What did we tell them about? I talked, I did an entire bit on um, the protests that were going on simultaneously around the world, Mm -hmm. Uh, Bolivia- where they, the president had to flee. They finally got rid of the guy who had uh, you know, changed the Constitution so he could mm-hmm. run again and then illegally won the election. He, had to, he got, he got uh, refuge in, in Mexico. Right. Mexico offered mm-hmm. him asylum. Yeah, right. He seemed like such a nice boy, he too. Did. Yeah, he really, I saw him in the news, and he seemed so, so very sincere. Yeah. yeah, Bolicero or whatever. I think that yeah. was his name, Bolicero or something. I don't know. I don't know. Who can remember? Um. But there were like protests going on. There was there was that. There was one going on in Chile and Santiago where like hundreds of thousands of people had protested. But what clued me into it were the protests going on in the Middle East, including there were protests going on in Baghdad because mm-hmm. the government hadn't been addressing um, the needs of the citizens as far as you know a country we managed to destroy and then said, "Well, we're not going to yeah, help you." Nuts here. to you. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, then Iran. And I said. No, I said the one to keep an eye on was in Beirut, in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Guess what today, yesterday was? It's the start of not Days of Rage. These guys have taken the SDS 1969, you know, uh, uh, Days of Rage thing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's not good enough. It's a week of rage. Oh, It just okay. started, and now there are protests that are in the streets, that are violent, in Beirut and in Baghdad. Wow, man, didn't see that one come. Well, yes, it did. All right, here's the thing about the the, uh, protests, and it it all kind of ties in because I was thinking to myself, you got protests in Baghdad, and then, okay, and this is one of those things where this is a young, you have a very young population in the Middle East. 
These are, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. People don't live too people long. People die, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right? And they're pumping out those puppies at a, at a, at a rapid pace. Okay? And you've got the protests. Then what you have is an American uh, contractor being killed. Then you have protests um, at the American embassy. Mm-hmm. Then you have Soleimani. Mm-hmm. You know, like we didn't see. If anybody who didn't see that one coming is right. blind. It was approved seven months ago, by the way, so it had nothing to do with any current events. Yeah, and I, I said this a year ago. I said Iran, when I was talking about the tanker mm-hmm. that, um, that the British had seized, and then Iran seized a British tanker, and they did. They said, all right, we'll, we'll let your tanker go. And so the, the island of Gibraltar said, okay, we're going to let the Iranian tanker go. You know, it originally been seized because they thought it was bringing oil in violation of sanctions against Syria, et cetera, et cetera. And on the e- right after the market dropped 800 points in a day, that night, after the tanker had been there for like two months, mm-hmm. that's when the Department of Justice said, we're going to file a motion that says you can't let it go because of whatever, some spurious, made-up, contrived grievance mm-hmm. that they had. And I said back then, I said, this is the thing, that Iran is one of those things that Trump can basically push a button on anytime he needs a squirrel to run across the room. Here you go. Yeah. You know, if you didn't see Soleimani... Or something, you know. Something. I thought it was going to be like a bombing. Yeah, by the he way. he was dropping bombs. Yeah, he looked, by, the, by the way, you really have to. I mean, I guess this was you have, a small bombing. It was but, a, you have to appreciate the fact that on the same day we tried to uh, knock off another Iranian, you know, uh, military terrorist big shot in Yemen, but we failed. And that's what I call hedging your bets. He took both. Of, that happened on the same day as Soleimani. Hmm. They're like. We're going to try and get them both. If we, as long as we get one of them, we can start yeah, the, We can push the pebble off the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Okay, they let two. You know, so they they said we're going to let two squirrels run across the room, and if we can manage to fucking get one of them in our sights, we'll gun him down, and we'll let the other we'll put the other one back in the cage because we're going to let him run around later. We're going to need him for later. That's what I call hedging your bets. Some of the uh, some of the fun things you see the uh, uh, Martha McSally. Yeah, yeah how transparent she's taking the cue. They're all. This is the popular thing now because, like, what's that other uh, faker from the house? Uh, that other chick, Stefanik. Uh, Ste- oh, please! Yeah. She's now going to be the New York yeah. chair for uh, yeah, yeah, carpetbagger. Is- That's what her local newspaper right. in the Adirondacks mm-hmm. called her. The, the a carpet bagger. This is the 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 Trump domino effect chain reaction. Oh, we're uh, getting uh, saying getting up in public and saying stupid shit. I stupid, said this last stupid, year. rude, uh, unacceptable. It's Nobody the, would do that. Uh, shit is going to get me reelected. Right? That's what, it's you the know. Trump. It, yeah. This is the I yeah. talked about this with uh, what's her name. And uh, I don't, Department of Education, and, 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 and there are two things What's that the left that there are two things that the left is doing that really pisses me off. Their response to two issues is completely wrong. Their response to this shit is like like Ted Lieu. Ted Lieu is yeah, great. Fuck you yeah. right back, yeah. crazy Devin Shove Nunes. It. And the Shove response it. the response to this gun rally over there is to show up with twice as many protesters <gasps> with twice as many guns. There you go. You think that's the move to make? Yep. Hey, look, look, you've got, you've got, okay. there's a civil war, 
There's all the black ones. So it has to be uh, all black. Amen, 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 amen. This all the black people are armed to the teeth. And, and, and you know what? Yeah. Li- like literally yeah. summoning the, right. the history of right. the Black Panther, right. marching right. in unison, right. in unison, but legally. Yeah. But all yeah. legal. Every yep. gun we'll has that. We'll Everybody it. has to have a license for the firearm. Right. And then have right. to march marching. Marching and dressed in all black. Fly, flying a flag of John Brown saying, do you play at this, baby? Yeah. There, there are tw- Listen, there's two sides lining up for a civil war. One of them is arming themselves and one of them is not. Arm yourself, hippie. Arm yourself, hippie. <laughs> all right, because that's... Listen, and, I, and I've always hated this phrase throughout history... It's the only thing they understand. I've always hated that phrase because I think that it's constructive. But in this particular case, I think it's accurate. Yeah. The only thing that they understand because they think that you're a crazy, disconnected wackadoo unless you agree with them on the gun issue. And, and I'm going to say to them, I, I do agree with you on the gun issue. I'm getting a gun to protect myself from your crazy redneck ass. <laughs> okay. Because uh, you got one, so therefore right. I need to get one. I'm with you. You're the threat. No, I'm, You're creating I, the threat. Yes. Okay. So, all right. I want to get this out of the yeah, other yeah. way because you got this thing about, you know, I was talking to you about uh, the, the whole uh, Megxit and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the Royals. I've always had an issue with that. I used to talk about it on the radio show, and it's bothered me for a very long time. Yeah, okay, this is the thing. Just so I get this part out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So you tell me I what just, Bill Maher said. I don't know. I mean, that's the whole thing. Bill Maher did a thing on it. My feeling is, I just don't care. I, I do. There's so many things for me to care philosophically, about. Philosophically. I just can't summon the energy to give it. In the shit. name of, because some, sometimes, do it, I don't care. In the, in, uh, and, and here's another thing that I hate, but I'm going to do it anyway. Great distraction, though. Right. Isn't it? Isn't it a great distraction from shit that actually matters? The Brits are, are, are really trying to outdo us with, with uh, making a big deal out of stupid nothingness between Brexit and this shit. But here's what bothers me about the royals, and it, and it address, and it's the principle of the thing, and it, and it speaks to hypocrisy. Uh-huh. How can you declare yourself a pro-democracy people, a pro-democracy nation, and a pro-democracy people, indeed defined by the revolution that you fought against monarchy? All right, America was created when we declared ourselves free of monarchy and then fought a war to be free of monarchy so that we wouldn't have to bend the knee to these royal fucks. It is an anathema to what America stands for, that we acknowledge the existence of royalty and monarchy at all. We as a nation and our politicians should eschew any monarchy, any royalty, and that includes Saudi Arabia, fucking Greece, Denmark, France, and especially those royal-licking motherfuckers in England. Fuck you, man. I, if it's a tourist attraction, put them in a you cage. You realize she's like the richest person? Listen. She's like literally... I know. They, I know. It's entirely impossible that she... I know. I have had it explained to me by Brits. Well, this tradition and the royal... You know, fuck your tradition. Fuck your tourist well, industry. I got no problem with the tradition. My problem stems... I don't mind there being a queen, all that. What I do mind is the kowtowing that is done. We, if, if you can't yeah. figure out a way to be the queen, okay, this, and yeah. say, I'm going to take all this stuff right here, okay, I'm going to keep Buckingham Palace, 
I'm keeping it. It's there's already there. It's already there. People that go there to be knighted, and here's yeah. the protocol, and you've got sure, to do this, and you've sure. got to walk this way. You've got to take a step with your left foot, and then bring your right foot up to be even with that, and then take another step with it. Fuck you. Yeah, I would, you uh, know yeah. what I was knighted? Yeah. Sir, you have to bow. You have to bow like this. <laughs> Fuck you. And so, therefore, I, I have nothing but scathing contempt for the concept of royalty, and we as a nation okay. should not do business with them and should not Acknowledge any nation that humors royalty in the name of democracy and and in opposition to the concept, you you know yeah. that that you are special by virtue of your birth. Fuck that concept because it's an anathema. It's the opposite, the antithesis of everything that America is supposed to be all about. Which is why I want to take my hat off and give a a royal salute to Bill Maher. to Harry Mountbatten Windsor. Oh, Harry Mountbatten Windsor. That's his name. Yeah, Lord Mountbatten. Be- because I've been I saying already, this for you. I, I said it. I've been saying this. No. You know they can sell their titles to somebody. You want to be a royal? They yeah. got them for sale. Sure. Because, so, but but just here's like what I've always just said. like the Guinness I, Book of World Records. I have always said this for. I've been saying this for years on the air when I was when I was on the air. I said I would say if if priests if there there's no such thing as an honest clergyman because if they were honest if they had any self-respect they would get up on the pew and they would say I've been lying everything's a lie everything that I believe is a lie go get a life go do something productive on a Sunday and right. bolt and if you're a royal and you have any integrity whatsoever you will take that royal title throw it in the garbage can and and it, it's going to take them to walk away from their royal titles to divorce these silly ass so, human so beings like so we like like him, yeah. he and Megan. I like him for two reasons. Because first of all, talk about bucking the system. I'm not going to marry some British princess yeah. for the sake you know of perpetuating this. You know shit. why they're doing this, right? To have a life. Yeah, more than that. It's what? not just to have a life. It's because the life that they had was brutalized by racism. Brutalized by. And, and, the, the and the British tabloids. F- here's another group. Fuck you, British tabloids, and I what you hate think. Them. Fuck I, you, people. They're, they're so being brutalized. Bad. Here's why I like Harry. He bucked the system. He married an American and a biracial American, and pissed a lot of people off. And not. Let's just be clear about this. First of all, she is smoking hot. Very well spoken. She is a beautiful, she's a, got a beautiful. She seems to have a fairly she's good moral lady. and ethical compass. Absolutely, she is a. She's a princess. Yeah. She's a fucking princess. Yeah. And and so he does that. She's a princess right. for not wanting to have the title right, princess. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then, and then in, in response to all the shit, the tabloids and, and everything, he fucking, he takes off his royal fucking sash. He takes off his see, crown and he walks away from, he, listen, he walked away from the title and he walked away from the money. Yeah. Hats off to Harry. I want to see if they can use... Their uh, their celebrity, their notoriety. I want to see what they do with it now. They had a news story. I watched it this morning. They're creating a foundation, a la the uh, Obama and Michelle, uh, you know, uh, the um, Michelle and Barack Obama Foundation, charitable foundation. Uh-huh. This huge, um, doing a whole bunch of things. Right. That's what that's what they're doing. That's Great. what they're going to dedicate Let's their lives to. Fantastic. Yeah, just wonderful people. Yeah. An example. Follow that example, you Brits. I, I, Follow I, Harry. I'm going to tell you something. You know, I think the worst thing about this was that these these are two people who seem to be genuinely in love, and, and nobody seemed to want to give them to time. I know. To I know. actually be in love I'm for disgusted. a little while. I'm disgusted. I'm not very good silly at silly ass. Like that. So I marvel at the people who are, and it it yeah. it kind of almost it's one of those things where I'm like, can't you just let them? Can't you just let them be in love for a little while? 
Where's the fucking honeymoon, you fuckers? Every nation. Tabloids, you know, the British tabloids really are. I, I think about this, and, and I, yeah. I feel the same way about Fox News to a sure. certain degree. And our own tabloids. And our own tabloids. Yeah, but yeah. our own tabloids are nothing compared I know. to the I know. British tabloids they're, are just They're silly. Epilo- epitomized silliness. The only and brutality. I, I know. mean, just beyond salaciousness, it's literally the going for the jugular every time. We don't care how many papers can we sell. The only thing that matters is how much is is, is circulation. They don't care about I know. whatever it I know. takes to sell more. And I don't care. And it's and, and it's a blemish on the British people because obviously they're buying those things. They're they're yeah. motivated by that. Fuck them. Congratulations, Britain. You achieved what no other country on earth has achieved. The inability to make fun of us, the United States. <laughs> the only country sillier than us. That's great. It, it took some effort and but congratulations, it paid off. All right. You done? Yes, I okay. feel much better now. Are you Thank ready you. now? Now that yeah. okay, talk about love, love for love, love for love. Oh, love. that's this segment. Okay, I didn't know. I thought this was the, the whole show. show. Okay, the love for love. This I'm, is love for love, baby. Keep uh, keep an eye out on. Uh, I think I'm gonna start running ads on Facebook for my new Cafe Press line of T-shirts. <laughs> okay, Pictures I was. I it was interesting because uh, you know you saw in the interview he was like you know I'll testify, and somebody was saying you know then immediately and and. The standard, and you know, I've got some of those clips from the Chris Wallace show that we're going to be playing in a second just to show the lunacy behind a lot of this shit. But I thought it was interesting because the minute that interview was over, okay, two things happened. The first was, of course, no reaction, no immediate reaction from Fox. They had to basically, they had to go into their war room and figure out what's Mm -hmm. the best way to defeat this and their you know and their thing was he's come on he's under indictment <laughs> said yeah say <laughs> right <laughs> i'm gonna explain that the the criminal <laughs> the criminal cohort who was involved with with uh, uh, the the criminal all these other criminals yeah. like rudy and trump and uh and bill barr and mulvaney uh, you know, all these criminals were doing crimes, right? And they caught one of them, and now he's turning rat uh, on the other ones for uh, for leniency. Yeah, that's what's going he's on. Henry Hill. Yes, of course he's, he's under the indictment. He's the Henry Hill of politics. You know who else is under indictment? President Trump. Yeah, that's what the trial is starting tomorrow. I know. There's a, you, how's you that idiots. For irony. I, that's the, he's under indictment for doing the same shit that this guy is under indictment. But for. here's the interesting thing. One of the people that he implicated, of course, was Vice President Pence. Right. And somebody yeah. somebody brought up a very interesting point. They said, you know, you want to hear from Lev? No problem. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is start impeachment hearings on Vice President Pence in the House, and you can call oh, him. Man. Oh, man. Happy days. And impeachment hearings on Barr. Yeah. Because he Look, can be impeached also. I've got – I. you know what? It's almost impossible for me to stick – because we're we're going to be able to just do stream of consciousness mm-hmm. on this, okay? I know, yeah. Well, All right. we got to stop for a groove at some point. We will, and and you know, there's bits of we got bits and pieces of groove. Yeah, we've got some groove, but let's anyway. let's and and you know me, nothing's more important than a groove, right? Most except, of the time, except for Chris Wallace. Except okay, we you know I I thought it was interesting because there's all there was all this talk. After Soleimani was, uh, was you know, fucking... Bombed. Yeah, wiped out. They got him cold. Mm-hmm. I said this, I said, you know, 
they my my favorite thing was that the you know the the left of course you know all the democrats are like you know show us the intelligence and and he you know basically he the the luckiest thing that happened to uh to uh president trump was that of course the iranians shot down that uh, ukrainian airliner by accident prompting uh protests in the streets and so he gets to say it doesn't matter the intelligence doesn't matter and i thought to myself if you think that the 2016 opening day of the gop convention where they had all those banners that said we built this remember that was okay if you think that stretches the boundaries of incredulity all right how Mm -hmm. about this okay Intelligence doesn't matter. That's the opening night banners yeah. all across the GOP, you know, opening night convention. I mean, maybe that'll restore your ability to believe the uh, the, the the conservatives have the ability to introspect. You know? mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet on it, but I right. think that would be – those are the best posters. Here we go. Speaking of, speaking of best posters, I wanted to get a nice picture of Love Smiling for the T-shirt. There he is. We were the you when when we were talking a couple of days ago. We both had the exact same opening comment. We we were shocked that he is so erudite. I I would just his English is so good because every every news story we ever First have. Of all, he's you, an American Russian, citizen, right? But lots of people are American citizens. They can't put one word after another. Uh, Ukrainian, like Russian-born <laughs> Ukrainian businessman, Russian-born Ukrainian businessman. How many times did we hear that? American citizen, but listen, listen. Um, the, M- Mrs. Trump, what's her name, is an American citizen, and she sounds she, like Zsa Zsa Gavor. Oh, okay, worse. Yeah, she's not. She, she's like she, she's a she's a shadow. Linguistically speaking, of of Zsa-Zagavor. Mm-hmm. but I thought it was interesting because there was all this talk about, oh well, you know, it, it, it's the difference between Donald Trump saying, "Well, there's a new sheriff in town," okay, and the Ayatollah, mm-hmm. okay, Khomeini, yes, who proved to be. Are you ready for this? Right, there we go. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. He actually proved to be the adult in the room. Because he told Switzerland to tell Iraq that they were going to bomb this place. So tell the Americans to get their people out of here so we don't kill anybody. But we got to put on a show. He's the adult in the room. He mm-hmm. said, I'm not going to scale it up. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do what, what I have to do. And I have to do something. You can't just kill my general and say to me, all right. Right. You know, okay, I can accept that. What's next? But after that, all the talk was, Mm -hmm. well, you know, they're not going to do it directly. It's their proxies. It's all about the Mm -hmm. proxies. Mm -hmm. Everything's about proxies. Hezbollah, Hamas, you know, Mm -hmm. whomever. The proxies in Yemen, the proxies in Syria, the proxies in Lebanon. Yeah, we we have proxies. There were a lot of proxies, like Buffers. Like Buffers, that's exactly. There there it is. And the Willie Chichi. There were a lot of buffers. We had a lot. Yeah, we had a lot of buffers. That was it. That's what yeah. Trump did. Yeah, yeah. You know, come right. on, man. You we know have proxies. They have proxies. I'm it's a, a fucking, man. It's a he's fucking a chess bu- game. They're moving pieces man. around. Yeah. Come on, Senator. You know what Somebody, I'm talking about. You know. He's got a lot of buffers. Are you saying that it was proxy? Yeah, we had a lot of We right. got a lot of proxies. <laughs> and that's the way it is with the president. The president has proxies. Now, I'm watching yesterday... Uh, Chris Wallace. Mm-hmm. Now, 
you know, there are some people here, you know, there's a, there's like a group of people that we haven't heard anything from in the last, I'm going to say six months. Okay. Dennis Miller. I haven't heard anything from him. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. You can't, there's no, there's, but there's no, there's nothing funny going on here for them. Yeah. From their perspective. But here's the thing. Here's a couple of people. Here's one person in particular. This is a guy who really was at the 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 forefront of creating the kind of environment we have now, and all of a sudden, I hear nothing from this guy, and I mean nothing. Glenn Beck. Oh yeah. Where's Glenn right Beck? Right on this. Yeah. Where's Glenn Beck? They got nothing to say. Glenn Beck's got nothing. Also, you know what else? I don't know if there's some sort of legal stipulation, but I can't imagine they can just tell him to not say anything. Where's Alex Sh- Jones? No, Shep. Where's oh, Shep? Right. Shep. No, down he Shep. Might, he might have a non-compete. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he can't just fucking go on and... and it, 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 they can't stop him from talking. No. They just can't. They can say you're not allowed to broadcast. Maybe, but they right. can't stop him from doing an interview. Well, they can't stop him from basically just. No, but here's my something. opinion. If you run into him on the street with your fucking iPhone, they can't stop him from talking. That's not. Here's that's not legal. I, ha- I have a theory. I don't care what kind of fucking broad stroke NDA you manage to uh, you know conjure up at the the, the law firm of Dewey Screwem and How or whatever. I have a theory. Uh, he he gets paid to talk. And he's got a story to tell that's yeah. worth money. So he might be working on a book. Bolton. What did right. I say and last year? I said it about sure. Bolton. I said he he's right. this is he. I first of all before he got the book deal, mm-hmm. I said he was going to get a book deal. I said it. I predicted it. And then like a month later, he gets a book deal. And right after that, I said, "Let me tell you something. It's possible he could turn out to be the true patriot." Let's see. The problem, of course, is that in order to do that. He is going to decrease the value of the book. But I also said what we really want is for John Bolton's book to come out in the spring. You were like, mm. I want it now. No. April. April. Mm. I want that in April or May. Right ahead of the Supreme Court's ruling in June regarding the taxes. Mm. Boy, is 2020 is just going to be a very interesting year. I mean, it's already. Fucking Parade. All right, you got those clips? I do. Okay, yep. play. This is. These are. There were clips yesterday on uh, Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace. He he interviewed his first two interviews. The first one was with Senator Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. Okay, the crystalline example of hypocrisy in the modern age. I've never seen. I've literally never seen anything quite like it. And then after that. He his next interview was with Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat from the House, who's also part of the uh, Gang of Seven mm-hmm. over there. You know, about to smack around uh, the president on the Senate. You know, in the well of the Senate. Okay, was it a hundred senators of what? A hundred senators in the well. A hundred senators in the well. One of them. Never mind. I was trying to come up with something I couldn't. All but right. during that interview, one of the things I realized was that Chris Wallace has always been viewed. As a, he walks the striped line when it comes to news. You know that's what they keep saying. He he, I know that picture. That is that's the best picture ever. It's with him it's Kelly and Conway and Lev. <laughs> he knows everybody. Two two lovebirds sitting. In They're the all buddies. They party. What are you kidding me? 
I think she still got his cum dribbling off. Oh, Jesus! I want kids to be able to listen to this show. Unbelievable! <laughs> I said that right. uh, Donald Trump is the unholy spawn of Roy Cohn and Ann Rand. No question. <laughs> okay. All right. Stop with the. You're, you've got. You're just. I'm just downloading just, all these pictures of you're love. Distracting right? me. You right, love, right. No the, love. No love. No love for love. I, I love love. The pictures. I but here's love. the thing. Chris Wallace has always been viewed as a a an actual journalist. His he's one of the people that rises above the partisan. You know Rupert Murdoch in you know paid bought, paid for fray. Mm-hmm. All right, he's the serious news guy, like Shep. Yes, Shepard Smith was right. known as the guy that, like, look. Yes, I don't give a shit what channel I'm on. Okay, the sun rises in the fucking east. Right, right. The sky is blue, and people would say that about Shep as well, and say that excuse me about Chris Wallace as well. So I'm watching it yesterday, and he's he softballs mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham as you know he 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 try. Basically, what he did is he, he played hardball with him, except every pitch came in at like 65 miles an hour and had no break on it. Every pitch was, you know, I could have hit that shit over the green monster. Then, and, and the other thing was, Lindsey Graham, right on talking point. Talking mm-hmm. point after, mm-hmm. you know, uh, at some point I really expected Chris Wallace to say, well, that's a fabulous answer to some question. <laughs> that, may, that, that may have been asked at some point, but it certainly didn't answer the question I just asked you. So right. if you'd be so kind as to address my point of concern, I'd appreciate it because basically you just rambled off the talking points the GOP sent out that you know the DNC probably has by now because somebody mistakenly emailed it to them again. Okay. Oh, by the way, you know what term I heard again recently? Kangaroo court came up again. Yeah, yeah, and they still don't know. And they still don't know know what the fuck it means. No. No matter how much we burn that country to the ground, we still can't get a sense of their history. No, they don't know. Yeah. So Chris Wallace then interviews Hakeem Jeffries, and what I noticed was it wasn't the questions per se; it was the framing of the questions. It was how he framed them. Play, play this first clip. Your team, in your opening arguments, is basically going to be making two arguments that are completely contradictory. One, you have an overwhelming case. You have, the case that you have built is sufficient that the president should be removed from office. But two, we need to call more witnesses. Don't those contradict each other? Okay. Right. Now, they don't. No, I know they don't. They don't contradict each other. All yeah. right? That's not a contradiction, and Hakeem no. Jeffries also said it's not a kind. No, right? I don't know. You More know. evidence of the crime is yeah. not. First of all, the doesn't mean. First of all, the hearings were not the trial. The trial is the trial. What went right. on in the house was right. a grand that, jury. That was a right. That's the grand that jury that decides an whether inquest, or not an inquiry, a gathering. Not, yes, right. Whether or not to bring an indictment. You go before the grand jury, and then they either say yes or no. Okay, now that's the first one. You got uh, play uh, the next the next clip. You ready? What about the argument that we heard from uh, Senator Graham in the previous segment? Why should the Senate take the time and go to the trouble to litigate whether or not they can hear from witnesses like former National Security Advisor John Bolton? When the House could have done it, and you decided that you were in too much of a rush to do that. 
Okay. Here's why. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like I, to, I, I, hey, I, you ready for the quick I'm, answer? Right, you, Here's sure. the quick answer. Because they took a fucking oath to do so. And they did it on national television. All 100 of them. Given, and they yeah. took it in front of the, the the chief justice of the fucking Supreme right. Court. You fucking ass! What kind of a fucking because question is that? and, and what kind of a- I heard Kellyanne Conway issue the same uh, talking point answer to that because oh the, hold the on white- just some, sure. before I forget if you want to see something funny take a look at at her response to somebody today going so what is uh, President Trump doing uh, to celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Just uh, download uh, that later. It's it's literally it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> talk about talk about it. No response. Yeah, okay, gonna, go ahead. He's going to watch Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> birth of a nation. Yeah, there you go for yeah. you. <laughs> uh, no, she uh, th- because the White House refused to allow the witnesses to testify. Yeah, right. And the it, Democrats deduced very accurately that if they went to court, if they sued and took it to court, it would take months. It would take, it would take months in the election, and the election would be over before they got a ruling right, on it. You would stall it. You'd run out the clock in court, and they know that that's the case because that was the plan all along. Well, it's right. totally dis- yeah. It's, that, of course, it's disingenuous, why, and this is why I'm saying the question itself. Yeah, it's disingenuous. of course the it is. Framework I, is disingenuous. Right. I, yeah, and and you're not fooling anyone, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, yes, they no, are. No, they're not. Those people are lying. Yes, right. No you're one not fooling them. Yes, you're yes. right. You're right. Yes, this okay. is my problem with with Bill Maher saying, you know, you those people don't think Trump is smart. Okay, they know he's a bigot. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. They're lying about everything. They're lying about uh, like any other person did this shit. They'd be flipping out. But this guy's a bigot, so they're going to pretend that it's okay. Okay. Right. Uh, play the other third clip. You heard Lindsey Graham before say, "Look, he doesn't want witnesses, but he says if we're going to have witnesses, and a number of other Republicans are saying this, there should be reciprocity. If Democrats mm. get to call witnesses, <laughs> then Republicans get to call witnesses." If mm-hmm. you want, and I, I assume he's your top witness, former National Security Advisor John Bolton, if you want to call John Bolton and the Republicans say, well, then we're going to call Hunter Biden, are you willing to pay that price? Okay. First of all, pay that price? Mm-hmm. You have to pay that price? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You, you, you say reciprocity. I say quid pro quo. Let's call the whole thing off. That yeah. is, what the it's fuck do you think that is? They're all screaming. This is the irony here is that they're saying the only way we can have a decent trial about whether or not the president committed an impeachable offense mm-hmm. by by insisting on a quid pro quo is for us to insist on a quid pro quo. R- right. But irony du jour. The other thing that's wrong with that is, is here. Um, the, the vice, the former vice president, Joe Biden, and his son did not commit any crime. No! Now, a lot of people have tried to prove that and tried to make a big deal. Now, was it wrong? Yes. Listen. There no argument out of me. Nepotism and, and, and all that stuff. We could go on and on and on, no matter who does it. And I'm going to tell you something straight up. You should have known better. And this course. is going to haunt him. Of this course. This is why Michael Bloomberg you know what? is going to be and the by next way, president. Here's the quick answer to that. But Biden, here, here, here's here's me channeling typical uh, uh, what, what a liberal should say about Biden. But Biden, but Biden, what? Well, fuck Biden. Fuck Biden. Fuck Hunter Biden. Fuck him. Because we are not the party of fascists, all right? If one of the people over here on the left side of the aisle does something wrong, yeah. fuck him. Jettison those motherfuckers. Look yeah, what they but, did to Al Franken, which was very unfair. But this is, this is what the Democrats... 
Democrats do. If yeah, one of I'll, our guys does something wrong, fuck them. All right? These other assholes. Hey, one of your guys just murdered a hundred people. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah but. Uh, so this isn't recipro- recipro- reciprocity. Reciprocity. <laughs> reciprocity. I'm making up words as I go along over here. I'm so excited. <laughs> This is like you break into someone's house, you know, uh, a home invasion crime, and you kill them. At your trial for the home invasion crime, your lawyer wants to call the family members of the victims because they might have done something, and they're going to say, as part of your defense, you were there to to exact revenge. You were there to make them pay. You were there there committing your crime for some legitimate reason, and we're going to call a bunch of people to prove... That you what you were doing when you were committing a crime was actually legitimate. Yeah. What a bunch of horse shit. Here's the thing that that really kind of the interesting thing is that the the per, the people that go on to Fox News as often as anybody to uh, try and make the case that Hunter Biden needs to be you know investigated and stuff like that. Are are Don Jr. and Eric Trump right? Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the, the come, nepotism times. I'm, I know. I that, listen, hypocrisy and irony talk mean about nothing dumb to them. people being put in a position they don't deserve. Amen. Yeah. Actually, not, that's a difference. Don't leave Ivanka. Don't leave Ivanka out of there either. Yeah. The Hunter Biden didn't. Uh, that's there is a difference though because Hunter Biden really didn't know anything about gas and oil, whereas uh, Ivanka, Don Jr., and Eric know pretty much everything there is to know about corrupt business practices. Right, so, about stealing from people. Yeah, so, yeah so they that, actually, that, you know, that, that they totally really are, sense. you know, they're they're actually being placed in a position. Maybe he didn't know about gas and oil, but maybe he knew how to add columns of numbers, which is <laughs> what you do in I business. I don't even care still. It's, it's you know I what? Right, I don't care. Sure, don't use, like, I don't like the idea of the children of our statesmen being employed by foreign companies that we're supposed to be doing negotiations. You realize that I don't like that idea. Presidency, he tried to throw out the emoluments clause because he said mm. we should be able, yeah, to uh, to you know, I don't, bribe I don't foreign like leaders that. in order to do our bidding. All right, I don't, I don't like it. I don't. Like I almost. The, I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, I kind of understand where he's coming from. I mean, that would be a better option than doing what we've traditionally done, which is going over there and basically Here, bomb them into submission. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> now he's saying, you know what? We're not going to destroy your country. We're just going to pay off your leaders. Yeah, so that you can right. destroy and, that's, and all, so that's that we can old. come in, so we can come in there and destroy from within. That's an age-old practice. Yeah, you know, not doing. death from above. Death yeah. from within. But they did that. The 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 Hunter Biden thing. That ship sailed. That you know that question was asked and answered. The people that wanted to make something matter. of that did their it. best. There's no evidence of any wrongdoing. Just just good old-fashioned nepotism, which I dislike. But guess what? It's not illegal. Yeah, yeah, it's not illegal. And the thing is... You know what is illegal? Withholding military aid uh, as, uh, as leverage. Later on in the show, yeah. I am going to describe exactly... There's got to be some legal eagle out there in the JAG Corps right now going through the uh, the military code of justice, military mm-hmm. code of conduct and the justice... Uh, articles for the military right now in the JAG Corps mm-hmm. because when you uh, sign up to you know join the army, okay, you take pretty much the same oath as you do when you're the president or senator okay. to defend the Constitution against yeah. all enemies, foreign and domestic. Okay, all right, yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, keep that on your radar screen. So, you know what? We've got some more groove. Yeah. Little bits. I've got little bits and pieces of groove. I, I, there was, what else did I write down here? Uh, yeah, the quid pro. I wrote down this one. I thought, I thought this was interesting. You know, the, uh, What's what's really what what amazes me is that an entire country has listened to Mitch McConnell and Senator Graham and Martha McFucking cunt Sally. She <laughs> you know she wasn't even elected. I, I know she inherited that position. I know. I know. And yeah. the guy and you know who's running against her, right? No. Kelly, the astronaut, whose wife was shot. Oh, he's gonna wow. and he's got like twice as much money as she does. Yeah, these good. Balls. Okay, I can't wait for this guy to win. Okay, and it's all because what's his name? Kyle decides to take a powder early on because he's just too much of a pussy to stand up to the Republicans. And I'll tell you something. Right before we get to more groove, I had two things here. I wrote down jury nullification. Okay, do you know what jury nullification is? Yeah, it's, that's it's, when that's when the judge decides to ignore. No, no, no. That's when the jury says basically the guy. This is oh, when, okay. This I'm sorry. Guy, this is when a guy walks into his house. Yeah. sees sees the sees somebody futzing with his daughter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and goes into his room, grabs his gun, and, and shoots the mm-hmm. guy in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gets brought up on charges of second degree murder. Okay, and the jury says, you know what? Tough. Yeah. Never Tough mind. Shit. Guy had it coming. He had it coming. Jury nullification. Mm-hmm. That's what this Senate trial yeah. Yeah. is going to wind up being. And it amazes me that we have been watching McConnell, Graham, all these guys go on television and say, not they're not even doing the Mexican hat dance. They're fucking putting the sombrero right the fuck on yeah. and saying, yeah, there's no what we're mm-hmm. no, And, I, I and it ama- what really amazes me, and this is the thing that amazes me, is that... Every news person, every person who has anything to say, every time somebody gets asked the question, yeah, the outcome's already... Yeah, pre- it's, it's a done already, deal. Yeah. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. And then last week, we had the reverence, the solemnity of Chief Justice John Roberts taking an oath mm-hmm. and then standing up and making 100 United States senators... Who had previously taken an oath to defend mm-hmm. the Constitution of the United States of America mm-hmm. against all enemies, foreign and domestic? They swore an oath to be impartial mm-hmm. jurors. Yeah, they signed. They the swore book. that oath and signed, signed the, the oath book. book. By the way, who's the chick that sat there, man? She wasn't wearing a wedding ring. Kind of sexy. Oh, I don't. Know. I got to go back that? and look. No, oh, no, little too busy watching the oaths. I mean, the oaths. Yeah, <laughs> they all walked up. She was there for all one hundred of them, mm. and she smiled. And I was one of the things I noticed is which senators handed her back the pen and which senators just put the pen down. Put the pen down. Mm. I was, I was, I was, yeah, look, you know me, man. I fucking dig in the weeds and then I go below the weeds like fucking wrapped up and go right to the root to kill that shit. That's very Master Poe in uh, Kung Fu. Thank you. Remember how they auditioned the uh, uh, the new students in Kung Fu? That's exactly Uh, it. Thank you. Grab the pebble from this hand, bitch. But, uh, yes, kind of sexy, you know, and it's like you can tell which ones are Republicans and which ones are Democrats because the, there's only one camera, and it's from the back 
of the Senate. So everybody who goes to the right is a Republican. Everybody who goes to the left is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whereas, if you're looking at it head on, mm-hmm. it's the other way around. It's juxtaposed. It's juxtaposed. It's mirrored. And the other thing is this. Here is, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there and then we'll play a little groove and I'm going to get into uh, Hillary Here's a Hulu and uh, some other shit. I'm, I'm, gonna sm- I'm smacking her down. All right. Hard. No, I'm going to smack not... that bitch down. I got to um, smack that bitch up because I ain't got a pitch up. But you know, if I did, I... I'd smack that bitch Write up. That down. But here's the thing. This is really what I call the Republican, this is the the, uh, the Southern strategy, chickens coming home to roost. You got to ask yourself, why are all these Republicans afraid of Donald Trump? They're not. What they're afraid of is the constituency he managed to glue together, which is racists and bigots yeah and they're not going anywhere they don't fear donald trump they fear 40 million bigots mm-hmm. the the base voting against the, base. the base yeah the, and this is why none of them seem willing to do their job because they're also afraid of potentially losing their job Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, no, I know. I didn't get you. You weren't elected, okay, for the purpose of being reelected. Uh, what? Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? Okay. That, That's not what it says. Now who's being naive, Bay? Now it's being naive, Kay. I love it. We yeah. could. You can't. Look, first of all, if you don't appreciate Godfather references. And or, and or don't find them, a different show. Find a different show, <laughs> and please take my number out of your fucking speed dial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lots of buffers. I got, lots <laughs> got of a lot of buffers. Yeah. I got a lot of frocks. You could. To. You could pretty much. Use I got my own family, Senator. It was an accident, but nobody got hurt. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I wish you'd have called. You should have called. called. Now, if I take that, here's the best one, though. We could do this all day. But here's the thing, okay? Could you give this letter to Michael? This is like these people saying, could you give this evidence to this Mm. one? Now, if I took that that evidence, they could prove prove in a court of law that I knew that that there was a quid pro quo. You like it? I do. We can, we can literally do this show. We can show. do Godfather quotes all day long. We I mean, there's only like this show eight hours of Godfather. With no notes. We I know. Oh, no, 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 of no. course. Of I course. literally, you should see what I wrote down here. I wrote down the trial, jury nullification. That's it. I have okay. no other notes in this. I wrote down That's all you president's need. proxies, the trial, Chris Wallace clips, jury nullification. That's what I wrote down for this entire segment. <laughs> it's because you know why? Because what most people don't know is that you, on all the Groovathons, you pretty much insist on not knowing what we're going to talk about. Right. It's, it's a, very rare. Every right. once in a while, I'll give you a heads up on something. Right. Okay. Every I want it fresh. In, yeah, like I did with the Mormons thing, because I knew you had something to say, and I wanted to make yeah. sure you had your thoughts, uh, you know, 
coalesced, you know, you coagulated your thoughts so that it wasn't random because I, it was important. But for the most part, you're a real radio guy, unlike me, okay? And I, have to, I have to script shit so that I remember what it is I want to say, whereas you, you literally do it live yeah. off the cuff. Yeah, well, it did for this years. This is that rare moment where I can feel... Yeah. Sort of like feel radio ish. I feel like an almost. I almost feel like a real radio oh, guy. Well, good. You should. I'm. I'm. I'm learning hey, from the master. I, I have me grasshopper. I've produced you, mass. I'm just taking the pebble of genius from your hand. You for a minute. Uh, for well, a minute. Bless your heart. Um, you're you're <laughs> entitled, man. The, the 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 shows that I produced for for people that had no right being on the air couldn't uh, couldn't shine your shoes. Aww. So many of them. I mean, you know, Neil was. I, I spoke. I, 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 worked, I worked with some greats, but I worked with some duds as well. Yeah. So, but Neil, well, Neil was yeah, a living yeah. god. Yeah, you know, Neil would have loved this. I know it would have been a great show these days, but whatever. Okay, we're gonna get back to the uh, groove. I put together a couple of sets, uh, kind of as a lead into uh, Hillary Here's a Hulu, um, just because, just because I could, just okay. because I could. You ready to get back to the groove? I'm ready. Yeah, baby, it's the groove of done. On SoFloRadio.com. Well, I can't quit you, baby. Well, I gotta put you down for a while. Well, you know I can't quit you, baby. Yes, you messed up my happy home, baby You made me mistreat my only child Yes, you know I love you, baby Desire. 
Them apples, baby. Steve, I like them apples. Steve King Satan is her name. I got that from a. Uh, I was I was going through these uh, montages of songs that were done for uh, like Russ Meyer movies clips. You know, Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. Sure, are you the, kidding? Valley the Vixens and Ultra, Ultra Vixens, Vixens. And like that. What was her, I can't yes. remember the name of the chick? Uh, Kitten Natividad. Kitten Natividad. Thank you. Pandora Peaks. 
Hello. She was in there too. Really? Yeah. I mean, these are the uh, Russ Meyer uh, uh, the Russ regu- Ma- regulars. Yeah. That, uh, Russ Meyer's. Ushi like- Degart. These are yeah. all the the big. But big I, I literally was was why you know I I don't know how I stumbled across it. It was you know six degrees of YouTube type thing, mm-hmm. and I ended up seeing finding this video, and it has all these clips from Russ Meyer movies. Uh, Steve King, Satan is her name. Before that, yeah, the great Otis Rush. I can't quit you, baby. That's from a television show back in the early 60s. I can't remember which show it is. I didn't write down any notes for the music here. You know? That's okay. Is, it's unusual for me to do that. You know, that. in this day and age, but, but and I know that it's part of our job here on the radio show to uh, do the work for them so that they yeah, don't I have to. Yeah, I do the work but, so they don't have to. But, boy, you can just uh, say it out loud, and uh, Alexa will tell you everything you want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, right. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, I, this is one of those things I keep seeing these as. I, I've said this on numerous occasions just because it seems like, you know, now that you say that. But one of the things that I think is is sad about modern American voters and modern American society is that we've abdic- we we've gotten so used to getting everything that we want faster, cheaper and mm-hmm. easier today than we did yesterday. And we know that tomorrow it'll be even faster, cheaper and easier than it was today. Mm-hmm. That we have now we we figure that if you can buy a car while still binge watching in your puffy pants, as they say for Carvana, mm-hmm. you know, or I mean, every that's literally the new thing now. This can all be done, and you don't have to leave your house. Yep, you don't have yep. to leave your house. Right. You can sit around, shave. Who shaves? Showers? Who showers? Right. All right. Yeah. Like twice a week now because yeah. I don't have to leave my house. I don't have to leave my house. And what has happened is we've. We've taken the same attitude towards information. We've mm-hmm. abdicated the responsibility we used to have for doing due diligence mm-hmm. for ourselves in favor of letting somebody else tell us what their point of view is mm-hmm. and subscribing to that because, you know, it's the uh, Siskel and Ebert kind of methodology of politics. Like you watch Siskel and Ebert for a little while mm-hmm. and then you see what they what their attitudes towards films are and then you either after a while you're like, Yeah, you know, I tend to agree with Gene Siskel or I tend to agree with Roger Ebert. And then after that you don't watch the show no more. You just right. say, did he like it? Okay, I'll like it. And that's right, what yeah. that's kind of yeah. we've we've now started to you know I mean and yeah I was a Gene I'm, Siskel guy myself when they would argue I, you know, did, I usually sided with him yeah I yeah. did I did too actually that's the funny thing I think I think Roger I think Roger was look I liked look I I liked them both to be honest with you I really did I thought that was of all the shows that talked about movies. Yeah, no, yeah. Far, nothing else has been able to hold a candle often to imitated, that. but no, it was that nothing that was held a candle that. So, Hillary hears a Hulu. Have you heard about this? You no, know, she, you haven't heard about her. I upcoming, don't know. Maybe she's got an upcoming thing, a series on Hulu. Oh, all about I, her. Uh, it's all about Hillary Clinton. Yeah, well, okay. But here's the thing. God bless her. I mean, good luck. And the all other that. day, she did an interview and. One thing she said is, she said, you know, you need to vote for somebody who can win the Electoral College, said the chick who didn't win the Electoral College. Okay, so she ought to know. She ought to know. Guess what? She should have known back then, but that's not what's important here. She wouldn't listen to any of my advice, but go ahead. That's not what's important here. 
Okay. She's a lightning rod for the right. Yeah. Okay. Terrific. Now, there was a big brouhaha, and I brought this up when Smirkanish basically lost, you know, his my respect for him was cast asunder after mm-hmm. he did a whole thing when she, she said that Tulsi Gabbard was a Russian asset. Mm-hmm. Okay, or, or was, you know, yeah. on the verge yeah. of being a Russian asset. Yeah. And, of course, then, you know, he he did his entire thing. He, you know, he looked up the word asset and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But guess what, Hillary? Mm-hmm. This Hulu thing coming out now, it's going to make her a Russian asset because they're just going to keep focusing on her. And that is going to galvanize, okay, these fucking nitwits. And they are going to associate anybody... From the Democrats with her. Yep. Guess who's the Russian asset now, you fucking stupid. Just shut up and go the fuck away until you, until you know, until Thanksgiving. She, Do me a favor. Take a fucking vacation. It's difficult to to like her personally because and I and I, I want respect to respect her because I, I think that I think that she's on the side of good, but her evil gets in the way of her ability to do actual good. The Clinton Foundation, you know, for all of the 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 smearing that the uh, that the right did, they do good work, and, and they were teamed up with with they get, they got an A double plus rating from the Watchdog Group that rates charities. Uh, you know, really? as far as yeah, as far as good. efficiency, because the right you was you trying remember to remember when I was talking about fucking uh, the, wounded warriors. They a C plus. They Trump, got a C rating. Or Trump something. and all those assholes were like, oh, the Clinton Foundations. It was pay to play. They were funneling money and everything like that. They scrutinized that foundation upside down and uh, sideways. They don't uh, need the money. money. They got but plenty they, of money. That's they the scrutinized point. it. Guess what? They're squeaky clean. They're a good foundation and she could spend the rest of her days racking up hero credits like Jimmy Carter. Take yeah. a lesson from the book of Jimmy Carter. J- Who go. is not rich, I might add. Not rich. Because but, he had to get rid of his fucking peanut farm. He, 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 he uh, put it into a blind trust. But nevertheless, oh, okay. well, he's not rich because he does what Jesus told people to do. Dedicate your life to the poor. If you're rich, dedicate your life to the poor. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's a walking embodiment of what Jesus said to do. And Hillary, you could go, Talk about down, being able to build you could go down as a hero. Just dedicate yourself to the work at the Clinton Foundation and everybody will only ever say good things about you. But everything that she does has to be a tribute to her ego. Has to feed her ego. For the love of God, Hillary. I, know. I want to like you. I do. Oh, yeah. oh, and this brings up my song. This is perfect. I know. Perfect. I want to. I want. You know what? You said the magic words there. It's a coincidence that the song that I chose. I know. But I'm going to say, you said the magic words there. I want to like her, and the reason I want to like her is because basically I do. I I do. I do. do. I think she is smart. I I think she has. She is very smart. I think that if she could, you know, squelch her ego for a little while, the genuine virtue. That she has, uh, and you okay. know what? And Bill Clinton too. Yeah. Unfortunately, he happened to be elected president and had to fucking but, walk the tightrope. You know, both of, of, of them, of Wall both of them, just dedicate yourself to the Clinton Foundation thing. Look at look at all of the buzz and the hoopla that we're hearing from Barack Obama since the election. Not, nothing, nothing, not a word. What a class act. What he a is class, class act. fucking. And and I'll tell you, Michelle, yeah. I I. 
You don't, I don't like know. It was that thing that she started doing. Hey, white people. She started doing that. Hey, white people thing. I don't go in for that. Oh, really? I, I don't cotton to that. Don't start. Don't group people. That is people. The people. The people on the right were saying that's bigoted, and I have to agree. When you start addressing people as a group, as a that's group. yeah, that's bigoted. Okay. Yeah. You know, so still, that's a smart. Who are you woman. talking about? Still, I will say brilliant. She's a brilliant, brilliant woman. woman. And once again, if you you know look, flaws. We everybody's mm-hmm. got flaws. Yeah, everybody's. Got yeah, flaws. oh boy. I'm willing. Even me. Would you believe that? No. Oh, well, I got the cyst on my head. The flaw. You got yeah. that? Uh, I think it might be going away. I don't know. No, anyway, go is. ahead. Okay. All right. Oh no, there mm-hmm. it is. I can see I it shining in the light now. Yeah, you got the light's got to hit it just right. <laughs> I was gonna. I'm just gonna start naming but it. I, I. I. She's another one. I'd love to see Michelle Obama, at some point or another, say, you know. And here's the problem. The problem is that we. As a nation, have we we are Schadenfreude gourmandizers? Okay. We we are we are we lust after Schadenfreude now because it's what sells. It's 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 one of those things that says, you know, hey, look at how my life is. It ain't so bad because look at these mother. What is it? Uh, the you know the the. Uh, that that show where it's like, you know, look at how bad these people's lives are. Let's bet on it. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Biggest what? loser. Yeah, you know. Hoarders. But, but we have now gotten to the point where nobody, our best, our brightest, our most capable, our most truly, not necessarily worthy, but I want to say mm-hmm. deserving of... Power. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, okay, I'll throw it out there. Deserving of political power. Mm-hmm. Political power. Those people, the, the people that, that would do the best job there, who wants to put up with it? Who wants to do that? And the only people that get involved anymore are, are egomaniacal fucking billionaires. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's just ego run amok. This is... It's... it's Solipsism on steroids at this point. It's insane. It's yeah. literally insane. All right, you got. Uh, I got a. I got a song. You don't want to play it as a part of a set. We can put. No, put it on let's here. It's not necessary. Hit me with this song. It's not uh, inappropriate. We're gonna get to. There. We're gonna. All right, let's go for it. Yeah, it starts with this wind. So we were talking over it. One moment, please. It's a cover of a Dr. Dre song. Okay. By well, Ben. By Ben Folds. You're familiar with Ben. Ben Folds, Folds Five. Yeah. Bitches ain't like shit, but Lick on these nuts and suck the dick Let's get the fuck out after you're done And I hops in my ride to make a quick run I used to know a bitch named Eric Wright We used to roll around and fuck the hoes at night Tighter than a motherfucking gangster beats And we was born on the motherfucking Compton streets Peep that shit got deep and it was on Number one song after number one song Long as my motherfucking pockets was fat, I didn't give a fuck where the bitch was at. But she was hanging with the white bitch, doing the shit she do, sucking on his dick just to get a buck or two. In the end, she got meant nothing, and now she's suing because the shit she be doing ain't shit. She just can't hang with the streets. She found herself short, now she's hanging me. It's real conversation for your ass. I won't send a bitch. 
And he's fucking my hoe I uncocked my shit I'm heartbroken But I'm still looked I remember, <laughs> I remember saying years ago, I thought it would be funny, you know, if somebody did like an entire album of like death metal, but done in a cabaret. So I'm going to shout, shout. I'm shouting at the devil. I wish I've killed your father. <laughs> right? He is dead. Well, you got Richard Cheese and everything, but what Ben Folds did here was just beautiful. I thought. Oh, no, a that's a great. Beautiful that's rendition a, of the Dr. Dre original. Yeah, it's, that's fantastic, Ben. I love beautiful. that shit. Dedicate that to you, uh, Hillary. No, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. We think you're a good person, but you can't hang with the streets, <sighs> right? Yeah, go home. Yeah, go yeah. home, baby. All right, you know, take your gack and your fucking old ninety eight goes mm. and get the fuck out of here. She does. Just, just do me a favor. Shut up until Thanksgiving. I feel bad. You know, I feel bad uh, that she was robbed the way that she does. But it, they they needed to understand this. And I said this during the, the campaign leading up to it. If you don't acknowledge that politics in America is a showbiz-esque popularity contest, sure. then you're naive. I yeah. don't want to use the same joke again. But... But just look at this shit here. We uh, were the MTV short attention span. Yep. They've been talking about that phenomenon since the Kennedy Nixon debates. Sure. How when good it looked on TV. Sweaty. Right, right. You need to be good on 
you need to be a good showbiz person, a good show person. And Hillary, with all due respect and love, your husband is good on stage, but you're not. Yeah. Okay? Bill is what cool. What you need is a combination of Machiavelli and Marshall McLuhan. I mean, look at, <laughs> look at Reagan. Say, say what you will about Reagan, but when he swaggered up to the podium, you felt like he was a president. Sure. You know? I was thinking about Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Presence. I think... Charisma. That's the thing, you know, and she, she's talking about how... Like, hey, I'm going to do this. You, need, you didn't you have need, any charisma, you need to, baby. You need, she needs... She, what she no say, charisma. Uh, vote for someone who can win the electoral college. Right. She's talking about in the primaries. Let me tell you something. I'm sick and tired. Of, I, I agree. The electoral college it's is... It's a farce. It's arcane. Okay. But let's just... Let's just step into the real world for a second where we all realize it's not going anywhere. Not anytime soon. That having been said, we don't need to keep complaining about the numbers because that's not going to do you any good. Right. Fucking pitching and whining. What we need is a fucking road trip. Yeah, that's what you You said. You want to run in 2024? Okay. Yeah. Right now. Now. Go out, not to Iowa. Forget Iowa. Forget it. Right. Move to St. Louis. Missouri. That's exactly what I was thinking. No, not not St. Louis. Jefferson City. Okay. Go to the capital. All right. I want Jefferson City. I want Topeka. Go to Topeka, Kansas. Sure. sure. Go to, to go to the places nobody bothers. To right. Turn those states. Mm-hmm. Okay. Turn those states. Right. Conquer, there, conquer Middle America. Spend time. Mm-hmm. Spend the move time. there. Move right. You can't just fucking. You can't be a drive-by. Say I'm from here. It's a drive-by primary. Mm-hmm. Okay, with a pit stop and like yeah, with you know, it's a drive-by primary where basically pit lane is for the most part Iowa and New Hampshire, and then everything else mm-hmm. is fucking you know the clubhouse turn. You just go whizzing by it. That's all it is. You can't yep. do that. You You're can't. Right. You know, this isn't about getting on a bus. This is about fucking getting a U-Haul, getting a rider truck with all your shit in it, mm-hmm. and going out there and spending three months, six months. Spend six yeah. months in Jefferson City, six months in Topeka, Kansas. Move there. Move there. Mm-hmm. Move there. Have, yep. Go to the barbecue. Make friends. Go to yep. church. Find out what's on their mind. And then explain and then say, well, you know what? I'll tell you what, no need for me to get into this right now. I'm not going anywhere. I'll see you again. I hear where you're coming from. Now, let me think about that. I'll, I'll see you at the lunch counter. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you next week. It's all right. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. I want to know. I'm not just asking for, you know, I'm not asking for the fucking monarch notes. You know, the fucking, the, the cliff notes on this. I want the whole fucking book. And nobody wants to do that. And so, in in lieu of doing that, because they're all so busy, we're so busy. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing: if I were if I were uh, Joe Biden right now, okay, or uh, Yang or or Steyer, any of these people, you know what I would do starting tomorrow? Okay, I'd stop. I'd get off the campaign trail. Yeah. Let me tell you something: the senators, the three senators who cannot campaign right now who cannot be in Iowa or New Hampshire or wherever the fuck it is they would be right now, Iowa, okay? You know, the reason they can't be there is because they made a commitment to a higher cause. And unlike our Republican counterparts, they took an oath. They took an oath to defend the Constitution. And then before 
All of America, live on television, took an oath to be a part of an impartial jury. And guess what? Doing their current job is of greater importance than, than trying to get their next fucking job. And you know what? I know that it's a competition. But unlike Republicans, mm-hmm. or unlike a whole bunch of uh, Democrats too, unlike a whole bunch of people out there who see this as an opportunity to get ahead, mm. I'm going to step back and say, you know what? Job well done over there. You do a job well done. I'm going to sit back and give you every... I'm not going to use this mm-hmm. as a springboard for me to get ahead because you had to serve a higher purpose. Not going to do that. Not playing that game. Right on. I'm gonna, you know, And I'll tell you what. Bonus package... You know how grueling it is out there? Yeah. Yeah, day after day. It's a great way to just take a couple days off, man. Take a few days off. Just relax. Yeah. You know, they got some nice places in middle America. They got lakes. Yeah. You could go go fishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go fishing. Do your Mm -hmm. interviews from like the Snake River where you're you're fishing for fucking... uh, Fishing for trout, you know. Wearing wearing hip waders and fly casting out there, right? Fly casting on the Snake River. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Let Tom, Tom Brokaw knows how to get that shit mm-hmm. done. So does Glenn Beck. He's out there. He got like some big property, although he's probably closer to like, what was it, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, you know? It's pronounced Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene? Yes, it's French. But <laughs> I live right by there. Libby, Montana, where I used to live, is right by there, uh, Coeur d'Alene, Bonners Ferry. Lake Ponderay. I was going to say that... Coeur d'Alene, a beautiful uh, little Coeur town on the banks of Lake Ponderay, which is Yeah, nice isn't that Coeur d'Alene? Is that the, that's French for... Uh, Covert bigot, right? Covert racist. That's, yes, that's the. Uh, you that's, know what? That, it's it's French for uh, suburban. Yes, for Coeur suburban racist is uh, right. Racist with a nice truck. With a nice truck, yes. yes. Not the old Chevy C. No, not the Dodge this, this Ram. This is a nice one. Uh, oh yeah, right. big F, nice F two fifty king cab tires and a king winch cab. winch on the front. Four by four, yeah, and and little yeah. balls hanging off the back. No, you're not selling <laughs> my. That's those are the other guys. Those are you're talking about the the people in Montana. So here's yeah. one. You ready for some? Uh, mm-hmm. hyper- first of all, I thought this was interesting because, um, well, first did you see Tulsi Gabbard doing push-ups? No, I didn't see her doing push-ups. I don't like her. Neither do I. But she did all these push-ups with some guy who did a challenge to her, and she, you know, she's ex-army, but she's the real. Guy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she's real. so she can do and push-ups. She did it, and then she got up and she pointed down at him. And the first thing I thought of was, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name from the Rocky movies? I must break you. Yeah, <laughs> that was the quote that just snapped into my head right there because she's standing over him. It was like because mm-hmm. that's I can't make the comparison to Ali Sonny Liston, mm-hmm. which is which is the classic picture of all time, the mm. phantom punch. And then it's got, you know, fucking uh, Cassius Clay mm. standing over him. All right, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, we know. He was still Cassius Clay back then, though, wasn't he? Listen, if they know who Muhammad Ali is, they know who Cassius Clay is. So I thought this That means you know, uh, everybody under the age of 40 doesn't. I'll tell you one thing about what's going on now is that watching TV these days, per, well, if you... if Fox generally not so much, but pretty much every other channel. It is a uh, it's an interesting kind of mini lesson in the uh, the civ- in civics, at least in the the senatorial sausage making part of it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants you know 
Well, laws and sausages. Nobody wants to see how they're made. Mm-hmm. That's what they yeah. have in common. It's an interesting thing. I, th- I thought one of the great things was uh, President Trump is being handed impeachment by a black chick. She was the one that oh, was is it? Oh, that's good. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was, a, that was a nice one. There's some, there's some great memes out there. Let's, there's, there's let's actually, get that picture. I'm going to look that picture up. I've right got now. it. I've got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I, I actually... Right. There was... But, um, you know, you learn a bunch of And stuff. by black chick, you mean a, a black lady. Yeah, black chick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, an African-American... After that song we just played, I feel, Nubian, like, I feel like we need to steer back towards the center. Yeah, my <laughs> Nubian goddess. Hey, you know what? Feeling I'm very, not a racist. Feeling very sexist right I, now. Yeah. I say black chick because African-American woman is just too many syllables. No, it's and the, I'm not a racist. It's, it's the chick part, not the black part. That uh, Oh, broad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Black yeah, broad? Black lady. Black lady. Black, 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 uh, yeah. black skirt? Black skirt, right. There black you go. Black skirt? Okay. Sugar britches? I'll, no. I'll, I, I, uh, sometimes like uh, at the roller rink, for example, I'll, uh, when, the, when the girl is uh, handing me back my change, I'll say, uh, <laughs> thanks, babe. And I'll say, oh, sorry, by babe, I mean toots. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. Chick, yeah. babe, doll, sure. skirt, honey, baby, sweetie. Yep. Sugar britches. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, you know, you tend, you know, there's, there's bits and pieces of learning in here about the process. It doesn't happen that often. You get to see a lot of the, the kind of the, the inner, you know, machinations, as it were, at least learn about what they're supposed to be and, and, there's a lot of stuff, you know, you keep hearing about article this and article that. And the well, I'll tell you one thing I'm, I'm fucking sick of is everybody going, you know, in the Federalist Papers, you know, so-and-so. Uh. You understand that the people who wrote the Federalist Papers went out of their way to make sure nobody knew that they wrote them because in the long run, they realized that most of it was actually wrong. They were opinions, mm-hmm. you know, from which to draw other things. And then they went back and took a look at those opinions and went, uh, maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> don't put my name on that, please, you know. Of course, by then it was too late. I thought this was interesting, though. This is something I've always known, is that the, you know, the, the calendar is fucking great. We got impeachment starting tomorrow. You got um, the uh, Super Bowl on the Sunday the 2nd. Mm-hmm. You got the caucus on Monday the 3rd. And then you've got, on February the 4th, you got uh, the State of the Union. Or do we? Or do we, right. Why? Because in order for, for President Trump to address a joint session of Congress, he has to be formally invited by Nancy Pelosi. I thought she did that already. Has she done it already? Yeah, I, I thought, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed that, because I remember mm-hmm. there was a bit of time where she wasn't, and he was like, I'll just do it from the old Yeah, line. no, I think she issued that. I saw that. It was a blurb. It was, yeah, I think I saw it on the crawl. By the way, you know, he doesn't have to do that. There's no I, law. Uh, yeah, There's but... no law. I mean, he can basically just, you know, write it he, down. And he might, because he's, he's a rule breaker. The rule breaker, you know. Well, he he uh, what it redefines tradition. He's <laughs> he's unconventional. That was yeah. one of those things that you know. It's like the uh, it's like an entire field full of uh, sheep, right? And then uh, there's one wolf, and uh, there's a big billboard there, and it's got a picture of a wolf, and it says, "I'm coming to eat you." And it's got one sheep talking to the other one. He goes. You really gotta love it, man. I mean, he says, you know, he he says what's on his mind. He's, you know, he's he's plain spoken. That's it. He's he's just mm-hmm. plain spoken, you know. But um, here's an interesting hypothetical, and I was thinking about this because love for love, baby. 
want a whole lot of lev. Yeah, she invited want, him, by the way. Okay. Want, so oh, she did? Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's want, want a whole lot of lev. I got lev. So we got a line of t-shirts. Love and, from lev. Um, and, a whole, and an album. Oh, we've got an album coming out? Yeah, You're all song get, parodies, all lev songs. You're going to get lev. Nothing but lev. Mm-hmm. That was the WBLS, the love champ, the lev champ. That's why I was told, what's his name, uh... William Hung, you remember the guy? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, he should have. He should, you know, she bangs, she bangs. That was the song they mm-hmm. did. He should have come out with an album. Okay, mm-hmm. one hung low. Ooh. Ooh. So here's the thing, but here's okay. Now let's get back to seriousness here. Okay. Lev implicates Vice President Pence. Mm-hmm. The minute that happened, the minute that happened on TV, I guarantee fucking. To you, okay, and nobody's talking about this one yet, but they will at some point or another. I guarantee it. It's going to get brought up, but we're going to do it first. Why? Because we can. We can. Because right? we can. Okay, here's the scenario. Okay, they're in the back room someplace, wondering, you know, if it turns out that all these, if if something comes out that absolutely unequivocally reveals mm-hmm. that Donald Trump committed a felony, a crime, a real crime mm-hmm. here. Okay, a genuine crime. It well, is. that's when we when we get the uh, the, the uh, tax returns and the Deutsche Bank. Yeah, yeah but, but, be, but beyond that, I'm talking about this incident, the Ukraine incident specifically. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and he was part of an ongoing criminal conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Okay? To undermine the American electoral process, which is what this is, mm-hmm. okay? You could be looking, okay, at he. You could basically be looking at a a uh, Spiro Agnew slash Gerald Ford, yeah, scenario. And I guarantee that. And this is all. Here's here's how here's how you have to frame it. The, the dynamic is this. President Trump has proven, if nothing else, that he is, how should I put this, skittish as far as his loyalty is concerned. He demands loyalty from other people, but the minute they don't show it, he has no problem tossing them under the bus. Right. Now, Vice President Pence, perhaps, you have to think about this, well, I could get thrown under the bus or make the decision to fall on the sword, as it were. If it's him, mm-hmm. if he thinks it's him or the president, yeah. Now you're looking at Spiro Agnew and the Gulf and Western bribery thing. Spiro had to fucking tell his story walking, mm-hmm. you know. From boy, you know, Sam Sam Taylor shot Baltimore. Buy that shit. Oh yeah, here's five thousand dollars for Gulf and Western too. <laughs> okay, so now he goes away. Nixon nominates. Gerald Ford mm-hmm. brings him up. He's given a pass by the Senate. Mm-hmm. Okay, they say okay, and then Nixon goes, and then Nixon has to go bye bye, and you wind up with President Ford. Okay, now that scenario, okay, would be what would is the great fear is is one of the great fears right now, but that's not nearly as great as the fear as this. You ready? Mm-hmm. President Pelosi. 
Oh yeah, I've been hearing about this. If, Re- oh really? Yeah. Other people have been saying yes. Oh, yes. I have not heard discussion. No. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I thought I was being. I've, into the I've heard that from more than one speculator. Really? Because yeah. this is what this is the discussion now. This is the discussion. Sure. And I'm pretty sure. Don't you need two thirds of the Senate to uh, to impeach? No. To uh, you know, give a you know to say yes. To so let's say Pence goes bye bye and they nominate, you know. Oh, I, I don't know. I wonder, I you know, further I, research. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a look. But that's that's the that's the nightmare scenario. Is you go into uh, you go into the summer with President Pelosi? Wouldn't that be something? We're gonna be looking to see. We're gonna be look. So right now they're considering. By the who way, who is going to be 2020's version of Gerald Ford? You know who who on earth would be pissed off about that more than Trump? There's one person on Earth. No, no, that would be pissed off about that more more than Trump. Putin? More than Trump. More than Putin. More than McConnell. Really? Yeah. Okay, now now I got it. You know... Ready? 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 Okay. Hillary. Oh! Oh! (laughs) You know it. She would gouge her eyes out with forks. She would gouge her eyes out with forks. That's it. We're going. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We're out of here. Tony has left the building. You know that. You would have to, like, clear a a 100-mile perimeter out from around Hillary because she'll go so (laughs) nuclear, Chernobyl would be embarrassed. My God. <laughs> I would, Jesus, that oh, that would be delicious. Though. That is, that really is. Yeah, that's one of those things. But there's, there's, here's the one of of all the hypotheticals out there. This is the one that I think has the greatest chance of coming to fruition. And we've spoken about this, okay, on a number of occasions, okay, and and it's really one that that you have, uh, really. You know, focused on uh, over and over again, which is that they all knew. Oh yeah, they all knew. Yeah, and the reason they're all pushing so hard, the Nunes's, McCarthy's, uh-huh. the, the rest of these young in, in on it. They're in on it, right? Okay. Here's the thing. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here's how this goes. It's, it's, Keep up with me here. Stay right. stay along. I'm going to try and drag I'll you. Take, through. I'll take notes. I'll draw gonna, the chart. I'm going to try. Oh yeah. This is absolutely going to need rubber bands and little pictures like, you know, with mob okay. trials and shit. I got the uh, little push pins. Good. Here's how this works. Any congressman, Republican congressman, who is on either the Intelligence or Foreign Service or Oversight Committee. Now, a lot of these people, they're on two and three committees. Mm-hmm. Okay? But you're on the Intelligence Committee or for, Foreign Service, actually, I think is is going to be the one, okay. And the reason is is that you people don't want to be on the Foreign Service Committee. The only people that are on the Foreign Service Committee are people who genuinely want to be on it because they give a shit about our Foreign Service mm-hmm. people who are in the service, our relationships with the rest of the world, how we deal with an increasingly interdependent global society, blah, blah, blah. Okay? That, they actually care about that. And the reason you know they generally do, okay, for the most part, sometimes they get stuck there. The reason they get those people, the, the, the key is there's no money in it. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't lock, 
Okay, you get lobbied out the yin yang, but those same lobbyists can't contribute to your uh, campaign. Fund. Okay. Okay. There's no money in it. All right. Okay. It's not like you know being on any of the other you know the other committees where you know people can just okay. Although now you can five hundred one c four your way to happiness till the cows come home. But basically, that's the way it, it, it traditionally was. The Foreign Service, there was no, there was, there's no, there's no scrazol mm-hmm. in that. Okay. If you're on the Foreign Service Committee or the Intelligence Committee, and that you're in, okay, that skiff room they got downstairs in the house in in the, uh, you know, in in Cong- in the, you know, in in, you know, where Congress meets. That skiff room that they tried to mm-hmm. storm, that's there for a reason. It's there because these congressmen and senators get top-secret briefings, briefings about some seriously, seriously top-secret, hardcore national security stuff, really serious stuff, Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff that, that does. These are the kind of things that we don't find out about that I guarantee are like Mm -hmm. the kind of things that, you know, can put a put a uh, you know put a speed bump in a way of potential World War Threes type shit. Seriously, mm-hmm. no bullshit. They're doing some real work there. Right, we we can yeah. scream and yell and rant, rave all we want, okay, but they're privy to this top secret shit. Now they're not allowed to divulge this information. Why? It's against the law. It's against the law. They can't divulge it. Okay, which is perfect. Because they don't want to divulge it. Now, mm-hmm. here's the problem right here. The president keeps claiming that he wants to, you know, well, executive privilege. But in the Nixon case, the Supreme Court said, guess what? You can't claim executive privilege as a means of whitewashing an overall criminal act. Mm, right. as, a, as a means of, of you know, fi- as a fig leaf, as it were. It's basically a fig leaf mm-hmm. for your own criminal conduct. You can't do that. That was a 1974 ruling, cut and dry. Fucking cut and dry. That's it. You're done. By the way, in case you're interested, here's a little known fact. Congress, there's no camera here. I don't care. Right? Yeah. No, uh, no. That's, oh, okay. It but, wasn't a hit. Um, I wasn't doing sign language. Um, Congress, the House of Representatives, okay, does not recognize attorney-client privilege. If oh. you're subpoenaed to testify. Mm-hmm and give testimony under oath to the House of Representatives, to a committee in the House of Representatives, you can't claim attorney-client privilege. You are The only thing that is that you are allowed to do is use the Fifth Amendment. And I'm, I'm going to avail myself of my rights under the Fifth Amendment not to offer incriminating evidence against myself. But you can't say, I'm not going to say that because it's bound by attorney-client privilege. And the lawyers can't say it either. Most people don't know that. In a case like this, you can't claim executive privilege as a means of ensuring that the crime that you've committed remains covered up because of the executive privilege. Can't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now... All these congressmen took an oath yeah. to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, 
foreign, and domestic. Mm-hmm. They took that oath. Yeah. And they took it under a penalty of treason, of regular, of both criminal yeah. law and uh, military code of justice as okay. well. Okay. So, all of these, here, Devin Nunez is going to be the perfect poster child for this one. You ready? I'm ready. This is a guy who knows that pre- what President Trump did. Right, because he was helping. He was helping. He was in on he it. He knows. Right. He knows. Right. He knows. Yeah, and he knows. Top secret information mm-hmm. that proves beyond any doubt that mm-hmm. is absolutely unimpeachably, unimpeachable proof mm-hmm. that the acts of the president warrant an impeachment. And he has not said anything about them because it's top secret information. But you know what he has done? He's gone on TV mm-hmm. and defended the president and said, this is a sham, this is blah, 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 knowing yeah. full well that it isn't. That it isn't. Now, here's, here's, where we get, here's where we get fun. All right. Because in this day and age, every conversation on every phone, somebody, you, you, you don't think the NSA has all of his conversations on tape? Go to fucking I bed. Know. Go I know. to this fucking is like, bed. Schiff is saying the NSA and the CIA are with The Russians have it all, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Come on. I know. It's Okay. And there's a law that says that this kind of shit about a president, there's a 40-year honeymoon. Mm. Okay, between leaving office and divulging the nastiness. Okay, supposedly. Now, that that's all well and fine. But in this day and age, you know, I just, I think it's almost impossible to keep information like that truly secret for too long because the secrets that we know, we're not the only ones that know them. And while we may think... And believe that keeping these things secret is in our national interest. Guess what? There's some other people. Yeah, there's the rest of the world. And some of the people in the rest of the world may think that divulging those secrets is in their Mm -hmm. best national interest. Now, once that comes out, Mm -hmm. and it is proven, it is shown clear as day. Forget about the voters. The voters don't matter here. The voters don't matter. Shown clear as day. That the president committed crimes, high, tri- high crimes and misdemeanors, impeachable offenses. He's just a fucking crook to the bone. He, the Trump doctrine, people were like, you know, he's Jacksonian. And, you know, mm. he, he was saddled with a Wilsonian foreign policy. But he, he's really talking uh, about it. He doesn't, this he is, doesn't have a Trump policy. The Trump doctrine is about Trump. Yeah. It's about what's in it for me right. today and maybe half of tomorrow. This guy can't think more than 48 hours. Of- right. Okay. So now you have to ask yourself this. It's Trump is shown to have been a criminal. Nunes is shown to have known that Trump committed crimes against the United States of America, right. I might add. Mm-hmm. And, yet, and yet he went on the news and did everything he can. Okay, to, and I'm not going to say defend the president, obstruct everybody else from finding out about it. Guess what? He committed treason because he gave aid and comfort 
to the to enemy. The enemy. Mm-hmm. the enemy, ironically, in this case, is who? Uh, the Russians? No. no. Donald Trump. Oh, hey, that's right. That's right. You could call it the Russians if that's what yeah, you well, want to do. Yeah, well, that's right. Vicariously. Because, because he's a Russian asset. Yeah. Okay. Huh? All right. Now, okay. Good luck selling that, though, you know, on the, the hill. Hey, you know what? You don't have to. That's the beauty of this. You don't have to fucking sell this shit to Congress. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fucking make McConnell fucking, you know, lick the underside of your nutsack. You don't have to do that. Because it is subject to the military code. They took an oath. So guess well, what? We'll there see. is some second year Jag Corps Tom Cruise wannabe. I hope right I'm, now I'm going to sacrifice a chicken. To, I want the truth to Chongo. Yeah. That uh, that it, that it be so. Okay. That someone does it. And if Nunes is guilty of that, they're all guilty of it. Mm-hmm. You're all these people who are privy to mm-hmm. top secret information. Yeah. And I've been running around lying. Okay. They're on the Intelligence Committee, the Foreign Affairs Committee, the Oversight Committee, uh, Defense, uh, the Military, uh, you know, Military and Military Affairs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Military Affairs Committee. Yep. All those people. Yep. All those Republicans. Democrats don't have to worry about it. They're not trying to defend them. They're not obstructing justice. Right. They're simply upholding their oath by saying, look, we're going to keep screaming from the mountaintops. Unfortunately, we can't tell you what we know. We're sorry about that. You're going to have to take our word for it. Well, guess what? The Republicans are screaming from a different mountaintop saying you should take our word for it, mm-hmm. knowing that right. they're, they're lying. They're lying right? And as a result of lying, they are, they are committing treason by giving aid and comfort to the enemy. All right. Well, How you like that? Right. I think it's a good idea. Why don't you uh, call some of your JAG friends? And uh... <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any JAG friends. I wish I had All some right. JAG friends. All right. The, uh, um, I, I said, uh, you know, right after uh, Trump was elected, I said there were going to be two big gets. Okay? Mm-hmm. The video from him frolicking in the Russian pee room. Yeah. Trademark. Thank you. Russian pee room. I mm-hmm. still... I still I'm going 50-50 on that, that it exists. All right. You know? I am. You know, you hear about these. That's one of those things like, uh, um, what is it, uh, the color gray or whatever. What was it? Uh, 50 Shades of Gray? 50 Shades of Gray, right. You hear about these things. Or it was a nine and a half weeks was the other one with uh, Mickey you know, Mickey Rourke. Where it's like you hear about these, these fucking masters of the universe who... Secretly, they just want to be abused. They want to get tied up and whipped and have the shit kicked out of them and stuff. They spend all day bossing everybody else around. And then there's that one little part of them that says, Yeah, shove a nightstick in my ass, would you please? And make me wear yeah, make me wear a ball gag. You know? So I'm giving fifty fifty because you know Trump is all about that, except I don't know, he's kind of a stickler for certain things. I don't know, the P the P part. I don't oh, you're going to give him half? Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not giving Lev any of that t-shirt money, I'll tell you what. Oh, no. 
So here's the thing. He, uh, there's, there were two gets. That was one. And I said the other one was going to be his tax returns. So there were going to be two right, big yeah. gets. Those were the two the, big The guests. tax returns, I, I, I consider the tax returns and the financial statements from Deutsche Bank oh, part please. of the same oh, information so package. Over, it's the Though, overarching right. thing as to why he kowtows to people. To, to Russia. Because Not just it's Russia. The, How about Erdogan? Sure. Sure. Right. But the Deutsche Bank that, that's, that's going to show that the loans were guaranteed by Russia yeah. and uh, that he's been laundering money for Russia. Of course, he's been doing that over here through uh, real estate sales, sure. the money laundering. Let's not forget. Inflated, let's find inflated out, sale let's prices. Let's find out about some of his ties to, let's say, the Malaysia. Remember I was talking about this, the mm-hmm. Malaysia scandal that's going on that's now? Right. Okay. How about this one? Here's one for you. Um, Angola. The daughter of the guy who was the despotic ruler of that country for a bazillion years. Mm-hmm. This place is just swimming in two things, diamonds and oil. Seriously, diamonds and oil. They are just lousy with the shit there. Mm-hmm. Yet, 90% of the country lives in impoverishment. On the other hand, the daughter mm-hmm. has been doing business with banks. There was a story in the... Uh, I read a bit in the New York Times about this. They... There's like a picture of her at some party at Can- the Cannes Film Festival, which is the exact same place where they had pictures of the people from the Malaysia One scandal. Mm-hmm. A party for like a perfume company that, you know, but banks wouldn't get involved with these people. But you know who would? Consulting companies. These are consulting companies. PricewaterhouseCooper, who is now, they're from, they're, uh, they're headquartered in London, I believe. Okay. okay. Uh, Boston... Uh, Boston, uh, it's like uh, Boston Companies Inc. It's a you know run out of run out of Bean Town. It's another you know advice company where you know we advise people. Mm-hmm. We're not a banking company. We're not a bank. We're not going right. to launder your money. We're just going to advise you on how best to launder your money. Okay, this chick's another one. Okay, it's all of these people. I can't wait. To see how to see how many because six degrees of separation, you're not going to need that many. President Trump, okay, and just here's another thing: it is important to keep saying President Trump, not okay. Trump or you know Don Trump. You know, all right, they, right. they always say that Mr. Trump. Yeah, he's not Mr. Trump; he's President Trump. And while I may disgust, I, I may literally despise him and loathe him with every fiber of my being. I do respect the office of the President of the United States of America. I just don't have respect for the man who currently resides in it. Okay. All right. And yeah, don't even get me started uh, right now. We can go down that road. I'm not going to. We can go down a road to the cows come home. Okay. No. But I, I refer to him as President Trump for that reason and also to remind myself, motherfucker's the President, man. It's so mm-hmm. easy to watch. President Trump on television and think, what a goofball. Mm-hmm. What a goofball. Mm-hmm. He walked into a meeting with the generals and the Joint Chiefs and called them all a bunch of fucking losers. He called them dopes. Dopes and mm-hmm. losers. Right. Said the man who wasn't willing Sissy. to put on a uniform. Right. He said that to people who have sent Veterans, troops right. into battle. Yeah. Who no. have been, who he have has... not only sent troops into battle, excuse me, most of these guys at some point or another 
didn't mm. okay before they sent troops into battle they led right troops right in the right. battle right they, and i'm they, not they talking the... about whether or not the battle is justified i'm talking about a guy who said you tell me where to go I go kill right. these people no, because that's what I fucking signed up for. They they earned their stars. They and, earned and, those stars, baby. And uh, no, it's North, embarrassing. I hate him, but but guess what? Right. The boy signed up, mm-hmm. okay, to do shit I didn't have the yabos to do. Right. He went bad. A lot of them do. Kelly, McMaster. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know. That's so sad. It is sad. But so. All right, I'm going to keep an eye out. I'm going to keep an eye out on that prediction. I'm writing it down. Yeah, I mean, I think that there is a case. And here's the other thing, though. I can go I can go further than that. I okay. can go further. You ready? You know right, who else is guilty of treason? You're going to love this one. You ready? Sean Hannity. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Hannity could be brought up on charges of treason. I, that I would be make so a, funny. I yeah. can make a no. case. Aiding and abetting. I can make a case right Aiding and abetting. That's right. I can make a case right now. Sure. Right now. And not only that, I can make a case for him actually being uh, guilty of a conspiracy to, I don't know what it would be called, but to instigate war for no reason other than as a cover for other misdeeds. How, how about unregistered foreign agent? Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. I, you know, there, it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's out there. There's a book coming out. Soon, uh, that everybody's talking about Rucker, the guy from Washington Post. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's basically it's you know an unstable non genius or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever it's called. And, you know, yeah. Thanks. Oh, that one, the, the, uh, yeah, a, a very the, stable genius. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been reading excerpts from it. They pop up on my smart yeah. news. Tell me something I didn't know. Right. Thanks. Thanks for everybody's talking about what a great book it is and how. Just yeah. What. I know. We're we're already convinced. I know. The Church of the Obvious. Right. Uh, yeah, yes. That's what it's the called. Church the Church of the, of the Obvious. Obvious. There you go. Oh, Talk right. about your Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. There. Church of the I don't need him to tell me that. But more importantly, people like that are missing the uh miss they're missing the train here. They're they're going after the wrong people because this is what sells. What they should be doing is going after his proxies, the people okay. that lend him the legitimacy, lend his his overall actions, the Lincoln legacy. You heard about these people yet? No. Yeah. Uh, Conway. Conway's husband. Uh, George. Him. A bunch of other, you know, disgruntled ex-Republicans or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've got the Lincoln legacy. These are the Republicans speaking right. out against Trump. Shut the fuck up, you fucking bitches. First of all, let's just be clear about this, okay? You're not the party of Lincoln. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Right. You're no, the party of Lincoln in a name A long time ago. Only. Right. In na- and by, si- by not calling since, yourself. Not since McKinley. And by, yeah. yeah and, by, <laughs> and by calling yourself the Lincoln legacy, guess what you're doing? That's right, George. You're sullying Lincoln. No, no. Forget about. Yeah. You're sullying Lincoln and you're also lending Legitimacy, right? To all these people who claim mm-hmm. we're right. the party of right. we freed the slaves. We're the party. Yeah, They're right. not the no. fuck. You. I know you're right. Fuck you're, you. You're right. You're right. I these people who are like trying to attach a doctrine to this yeah. guy. It's the doctrine. It's the Trump doctrine. I yeah. And you know what the Trump doctrine is? Yo, suck my dick, bitch. Yeah. Get the hell yeah. out of here. Yeah. I'm gonna leave five bucks yeah. on a nightstand if I'm feeling like it. 
Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to blow me, you're going to like it, you're going to swallow, and you're going to leave. Yeah. Okay? It's the old expression. I don't pay prostitutes to have sex with me. I pay prostitutes to, to get leave. the fuck out when mm-hmm. I'm done. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. That's his doctrine. His doctrine is based on 24-hour news cycles. That's it. He doesn't care about neck. There's this great line in one of these, one of these fucking bozos. They try. I, I said that anybody. As a matter of fact, you know what? I actually I, I wrote this down somewhere. Where the hell is this? I'll find it. Okay, here it is. You ready? I got I'm ready. It. Okay. I'm gonna the Trump doctrine is nothing more than a Cone McCarthy spawned strategy of fear mongering and race baiting, synthesized into contrarianism, pitched as neo libertarianism, mm. and manifested by the president's incessant desire for self aggrandizement and increasingly motivated by his need for self-preservation. In the words of Pompeo, period, full stop. Yeah. Every decision by President Trump has been in perfect alignment with every decision citizen Trump and then Mm -hmm. candidate Trump has made throughout his entire life. Those who still attempt to slather some sort of scholarly-derived moniker Onto President Trump's spasmodic collection of foreign policy engagements and domestic policy capitulations mm-hmm. are at best mere hypocrites and at worst protagonistic co-conspirators at once feigning patriotism by voicing a sudden unease with his individual actions while simultaneously lending transitive credence to their totality. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Lincoln legacy lapdogs turned political militiamen. Mm -hmm. And all this in an effort to avoid saying what 40 million people who voted for him still can't summon Yabos to admit either, which is that they, most of them wittingly and with malice aforethought, sought to launch a torpedo towards the rudder of a nation because they are greedy, selfish, bigoted douchebags who had been convinced that the ship of America was progressing in a direction that might be smooth sailing for them, but require Dramamine for us. Guns, abortion, immigration, taxes, whatever. Trump's Mm -hmm. the ultimate bitch. If there's a single-issue voter or a congressional 'er ne'er-do-well he can bend over for in exchange for their blatantly espoused allegiance... No problemo. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't even get me started on the irony of Trump digs coal. Seriously? In what alternate universe? Right. I said that, uh, and I'll, finish, I'll just put this one in. I said, President Trump's patchwork of rapidly devoted tunnel-visioned minions consider his staccatoed chantings in support of their respective specific beliefs to be the most dulcet of tones from their own personal Pied Piper, regardless Mm -hmm. of how they may sound to anyone else or the increasing level of willful ignorance required to drown out the rest of his ill-improvised caterwauling. 
Amen. Yeah. Iran. Well North, I said that uh, Iran, North Korea, MS-13, these aren't so much issues of national concern to be analyzed by experts and then dealt with by an administration as much as they are squirrels to be set free whenever the focus turns on something that could cause agita for President Trump, such as his looming impeachment trial in the Senate. Now, so there you go. I, that's beautiful. I, I actually wrote something called Untrumpian, a doctrine question mark. A doctrine? You have to get you have to get the uh, the tone right on that. This is I am sick and tired of Johnny Come Lately Republicans who only now are saying, "Okay, that's just over the line." Really, that's over the line. Mm-hmm. There were good people on both sides. That wasn't quite over the line enough for you, right? That yeah. wasn't that wasn't over the line for you. It wasn't over a, the line a for you. Tax a tax cut that enabled billionaires and board members from the richest companies in the world to be able to take their ill-gotten booty from abroad mm-hmm. that they didn't want to bring back home because they didn't want to pay taxes mm-hmm. to bring it back tax-free. Mm-hmm. On the promise that they were going to use that money to reinvest and create jobs in America, <laughs> but instead mm-hmm. use it for stock buybacks, and then you motherfuckers keep touting this great economy. Mm-hmm. You know, the tw- as if the twenty nine thousand dollar mark on the uh, Dow Jones should be yeah, feather as if it in this means something to you. Cap, right? Fuck you. That does that means Fuck nothing you. to the average that American? Is not this right. economy. You know, that's the one I wrote. That this guy was—he loves to say stuff. He's like, I don't like Trump, but the economy and there's no mm-hmm. Democrat that can do anything. And um, so there was this article in the Wall Street Journal. You know, their, their editorial board, fucking, you know, basically mm-hmm. sticking out their tongue and saying, "Sure, I'll say ah, yeah, whatever it is you managed, you know, whatever little fucking stack of wet nickels you can spring out of your zipper and stuff in my mouth." They're talking about all the good things. They're like, lowest unemployment in 50 years. Yeah, no kidding, dickhead. Now, why don't you ask a 35-year-old single mother of two who's working three of those fucking jobs Mm -hmm. how she feels about the tremendous job numbers. By the way, she's working three of those jobs because she has to work them all part-time because there isn't anybody out there willing to give her full-time employment because they don't want to pay her benefits. Right. Stop talking about this economy like it's the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. Oh, and by the way, perfect setup here. You really got to love this. This is going to be the ultimate Trumpian move. You ready? I'm ready. He's going to lose the election. Okay. He's going to go back to being a private citizen again. Yeah. Okay. The Trump library is literally going to be just tweets mm-hmm. plastered on walls like the like the you know Vietnam vet memorial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in a fucking, you know, it's going to be in a house somewhere. You know, yeah. with nothing, just pieces of paper, like little post-its. Yeah. This is going to be number post-its from all of his tweets. He's going to go, and he's going to go just in time for that crushing debt mm-hmm. that Republicans always the, say yeah. they don't want to pass on to their grandchildren right. to actually come into play. Let me tell you something. He inherited a Ferrari. Right. And has, yeah, and basically said, 
you know, do me a favor. I don't know how to drive a stick. I know there's paddle shifters on this motherfucker now. I know mm-hmm. this, I know they got paddle shifters now. I don't have to worry about a clutch or nothing. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Can you make this into an automatic for me? And they did. Mm-hmm. And he's been driving it for four years. The next guy is going to have to get into the Ferrari again. Mm-hmm. He is going to, right, bef- right before he leaves, okay, he's going to swap out the brand new seven-speed automatic mm-hmm. great, you know, 641 ratio mm-hmm. engine. You swap it out for like, you know, a Muncie fucking 427, 435. No, no, big block. 427, 435 with like a Hurst pistol grip shifter and say, yeah, go figure out how to drive that motherfucker. And you can't. You're going to crash it. And he's going to be loving it. See, I told you the stock market. Well, that's if he doesn't go to jail because, you know, a lot of people... You know, you were making that prediction about the Jags. You know, remember, oh, yeah. remember what came up during the Mueller report? If he wasn't the president, could you charge him with a crime? Yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I really, I am mystified, mystified by people who, you know, he was at the farm. Did you hear him see him yesterday at the farm thing? No, the Farmers Association. Of- mm. Farmers still love Trump. He, for, yeah, because he's all, getting... anybody who speaks of himself in a third person yeah. is, is psychotic. Yeah. Okay? Is suffering from deep-seated psychosis. Well, we knew that. Yeah. But there's living proof of it. They love Trump. Who's Trump? Oh, I am. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. still support... How come he can't say... They still support my policies, my administration, <laughs> my, my engagement entanglement. He's a monument to himself. Yeah. Giant well, ego. Yeah, that's all. It's solipsism on steroids. It's it's Roy mm-hmm. rage in politics. That's all it is, man. That's all this fucking mm. is. It's a crying shame, and we are left. What he has done is basically made it so that the only people who can win in politics anymore are rich. Bloomberg's the next president. Let's just. I'm telling you. Um. I got you know. Look, say what you will. Okay. Right, listen, uh, I'll I'm t- going to tell you straight up. All these people are like, he hasn't done, you know, look at okay, him coming I'll- in and spending $200 million of his own money, and he hasn't done the grunt work. Yeah, guess what? Guess that makes so, him smarter than you, huh? I'll take a cardboard cutout of Bloomberg. What are you talking about? Whatever, at this point. Yeah, okay. He's, he's managed to do what Rosie Ruiz couldn't quite complete, okay? Which is not only, he's, he's going to not only win the race, mm-hmm. okay? He's going to be allowed to keep the little metal in the uh, the wreath they have, they put on your head. He's actually going to be able to keep that shit. He's going to be able to, you know, he's going to be able to do that. Trump has made it so that look, it's it's literally what's his name? It's Billy Crystal. It's always better to look good than to be good. Mm-hmm. Feel good. You look marvelous. You look incredibly marvelous. All right, I don't know what's you know how's that helping me? Right. You know. Pandora, Pandora Peaks. What's her name? Kitty the top of the She looks marvelous, but at least that's stroke material. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, man. What's Trump? Trump is like he's 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 like he's basically a televised version of Weight Watchers for me. Oi! I'll tell you the other thing. These days, you know, every year at the beginning of the year since since Donald Trump was elected, every year I spend the first week. Of every year, right after, right after, you know, the hangover disappeared. Well, 
I don't even do that anymore. I just stay mm. home and triple lock the door and pray. Right. You know, pray. It's not one of those things from like the movies, you know, that one night where everybody gets to go, you know, in my neighborhood. Seriously, it was like fucking it was like the Tet Offensive. The, 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 the yeah. Fireworks yeah. No, here too. Yeah. It's, it's a remarkable. Thing. Explosion. Now, I spend every year now for, for the first week of the year watching. Uh, I have the complete uh, every episode of the West Wing. Okay, and I to me that's poli- that's porn. At this okay. point, that is now political porn for me. All right, that is porn. Watching that, watching the engagement over issues be discussed in a way that yeah, there's some selfishness involved, but at least these people know something. Yeah, they're not. Uh, Ah, right. So that's what I did. I I literally, you know, I watched, uh, and that's where I. I'll tell you something. That's I'm watching that, and then he blows up Soleimani, mm-hmm. and then Ayatollah becomes the adult in the room by offering up what? What did he call it? Yeah, a proportional response. Mm-hmm. And one of the first episodes in the first season was. It's President Bartlett asks after uh, they shoot down the plane where his would-be doctor is on. He's, you know, Mm -hmm. going to a teaching hospital in Amman, Jordan. And they blow it out of sky. It's the Libyans. Um, uh, Yeah, I think it's the Libyans. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes in. They're like, we've got these three things. Uh, They meet uh, the... Guidelines of this, that, you know, protection and blah and proportional response. And the president goes, what's the virtue of a proportional response? Mm -hmm. He goes, what is the virtue of Mm -hmm. a proportional? Why is it good? Right. And he goes, well, sir, he's like, you know, unfortunately, that really is all we got. And he goes, no, that's not all we've got. He says, we have the disproportional Mm -hmm. response. Right. They, They ring forth from this day forward. You kill one of our citizens, any one of our citizens. We don't come back with a proportional response. Mm-hmm. We come down with the fucking with all hell fire. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, so the, he's like, I want you to draw up. And he the, the great line, he goes, I want you to come back. I want you and a joint chief to come back to me with a plan. It doesn't make me think I'm docking somebody's allowance. <laughs> and the reason he did, and they do, and they come up with a response. And it's like, you know, this is where we... Carpet. We we bomb Hassan Airport. I think is what it is Hassan. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Syria. I don't know. We bomb Hassan. It will kill thousands of people. It will immediately cripple their ability to get aid, communications, water, and blah blah blah. And the the chairman of the Joint Chiefs uh, says, "Sir, I think you know. I I think you know what we are. You know. I think you know. We all know the same thing. Okay. This would be viewed as a staggering." Of a response, mm-hmm. okay, by a first-term president, and it would be viewed—you'd be viewed as doling out a thousand-dollar punishment for a fifty-buck crime. Mm-hmm. And the president looks at me, you know, and he goes, "All right, tell me about this Pericles to blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And he goes, he's walking out of the room, and he goes, 50 buck crime." He goes, "Honestly, I don't even know what the fuck we're doing." Why you say fuck? He goes, "Honestly, I don't even know what we're doing here," and it's his chief of staff. Mm-hmm. 
who says, you know what? It's not all there is. He says, it doesn't eliminate the other options. He says, it's proportional. It's merciful. It's what our fathers taught us to do. Mm-hmm. He says, you can't be Charlemagne. Right. He says, you want to be sure? He says, look, we're the only superpower left. You want to go around and conquer the world like Charlemagne? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. But I, your chief of staff, mm-hmm. will gather an army to rise up against you. Because it's not who we are. Oh, just like we have on right now. Oh, I'm sorry. He said, <laughs> but, but that was, I mm-hmm. watch, and, and I am reminded of that. Yeah. And what I thought was stunning, because I'm watching the West Wing, these these reruns. I, you know, I'll pick out a, I pick out a handful of episodes from, from various seasons, and I'm watching this shit. Mm-hmm. And then I stop, I turn on the news, and there it is. The Ayatollah Khomeini mm-hmm. basically saying we wanted to offer up a proportional response. Mm-hmm. Now, who's the yeah. adult in the room? You right. fucking... Asshole. And now you got yeah. these guys who are talking about his Jacksonian doctrine. Mm. Okay? He's saying he's not ceding authority and, and America. Uh, that was it. The, the term was American primacy. America, we're not ceding American primacy. This is, this is us disentangling, retrenching, and then reengaging in a more constructive way. I was like, well, I guess one person's abdication of responsibility is just another person's version of a disentanglement. Okay. Stop offering up excuses. Yeah. Stop. Call a fucking yep. spade a spade. Yeah. He did. Yep. He did. Yep. Why are right. we? No, you're right. I agree. So you Lincoln legacy lapdogs, shut the fuck up and say what's truly out there. Yeah. That you guys fucking you hitched your wagon in the mm-hmm. 1960s to the Southern strategy yep. horse of racism, yep. and now guess what? Yep. Yeah, you know what's on it. You know what's. You know what? It gallops right to the fucking glue factory, which is where I might add it absolutely belongs. Right. Amen, brother. All right. All right. I got that out. I, I feel good. 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 That was a good tirade. Yeah. Did you, you, I mean, you think? Yeah, yeah, I think. I think. I really, I really it. do see that as the reason why people are so afraid of him now. Is that it's it's the forty million racists out there that he's coalesced? Oh, absolutely. That's that's the base. That, yeah, you know, eliminate the base. Of them. And, and everybody, they're not. Call, every once in a while, I'll hear somebody say, "Talk about the the element of bigotry and this and that." It's all it's there not is. It's element. not an element. It's what it is. It's, it's the thing. Yeah, it's the it's, core. It's he, the nut. And and the the thing is, is that as I said before, he's not a racist so much as he's an opportunist. Well, I think taking he's both. advantage. I think he's more of an opportunist. Who has he's always taken been advantage of racism? I think he's. I think yeah, but I think okay. You know what? I think Read he's a about, racist, but I think he's more of an opportunist who understands that his his own intrinsic racism. Read about. He sees that as an opportunity. Read about the times that he got in trouble for being for the uh, discriminatory. Uh, oh, how's rental? Shit? How did you? Roy Cohn, nineteen seventy-five. Right, right. right, right. Well, you read about it. I wrote about it. Okay, well then there what, you go. What are you kidding me? Fucking racist. Roy Cohn's. This is the Roy Cohn his strategy. Dad, too. His Everybody. dad was a Klansman. He's a fucking racist. Yeah. You know, and, and, and an opportunist. Yeah, and the best thing was, after the uh, Southern District of New York told him that you can't, you know, when they sued him, Roy Cohn immediately sued the Department of Justice for $100 million, a countersuit, basically to get them to acquiesce. And so they came to an agreement. They reached an understanding. 
Okay? Then they had to come back and sue him again because he basically ignored it. Yeah. He basically he said, "Okay, I won't I won't be a racist when it comes to how I how I you know rent apartments rent and apartments." And then he basically said, "Yeah, all right, guy, you know yeah, what? I'm it's gonna... easier to be a racist. There's yeah. more money in it, right? Where's the money, honey? Where's the money, honey?" Amen. All right, you ready to get back to the groove? I'm ready. I know you are. I'm, I'm absolutely certain I'm that itchy. anybody listening to this show right now is ready to get back. We want groove. All right, baby. Hey, you know what? This is a good song, actually. I like this. It's Rival Sons. Look away on a Groovathon at SoFloRadio.com. <laughs>
like our Grateful Dead. Don't play somebody else. <laughs> Makes me more grateful. Oh, yeah. Okay, they, they won't go away. It's like they've, they've never, they, they never go away. That is Steel Pulse and the Soul Rebels featuring Marcus King on guitar. I played some stuff by him. He's actually he's one of these uh, new up-and-coming type guys in that whole Allman Brothers uh you know, that, you know, Allman Brothers, Grateful Dead, Dead and Company, blah, blah, blah. Very mm-hmm. good, though. I saw clips of him um, from the from NAM, which is going on right now, North American Music. Things going on in, uh, in out out in the West Coast someplace. I uh, saw some uh, posts from Roger Sadowski. He's got his booth out there. So a really cool clip of uh, Paul Gilbert and Steve Morse doing Led Zeppelin's Black Dog. They just at the uh, Ernie Ball uh, booth at not at Nam, like from a couple okay. of days ago. The videos that come out of this thing for, from the impromptu so and so runs into so and so at such and such a uh, you know it's mm-hmm. you know at the Fender booth or this booth or that booth, and they just jam. They just decide to jam. All right, right there and then. Some of these, sh- I've got a bunch of video clips, and they are great. They're great. You have to you have to do some sifting because some of them are kind of okay, whatever. But some of them are absolutely one-offs, never going to be done again. Great. And this Paul Gilbert, Steve Morse thing, it's like seven minutes long, full instrumental, Black Dog, Zeppelin's Black Dog. All right. And I wanted to play it, but it just wasn't a the the quality of the recording just wasn't wasn't good enough. You know, I really want, but I wanted that. It's great. There's some great stuff going on out there. So there you go. Steel Pulse, Soul Rebels, featuring Marcus King. Franklin's Tower. I was telling uh, telling you, you know, while the music was still on, when I was working at Tower Records, uh, I got to meet Steel Pulse. I love these guys. By the way, they're not from Jamaica. They're from England. All right, yes. But his voice, like David Dredd's voice, all right, uh, sounds the same. As oh, that's going to be 40, loud. 40 years ago. Uh-oh. Here we go. They're coming what for do you. We have? Yeah, baby. They yeah. are. When I you, shouldn't have said that. you live in a block and a half I from really the fire department. Have, I guess boy. I shouldn't have said the word treason as many no! times. <laughs> but uh, when I met them, I met Steel Pulse when I was working at Tower. They, uh, you autographed an album for me. It says, All Hail Tony the Chief, David Dredd. Mm-hmm. Love those guys. They're from England, not Jamaica. Uh, before that, Rival... Sons, look away. That's a live cut uh, from last year from the Wiltern in Los Angeles. Uh, there's, you know, I keep reading these posts. Rock and roll is dead. There is no rock and roll. I played that yeah, thing. Yeah, what are you talking about? Shut up. Yeah, shut up. Rival Sons, some pretty fucking good rock and roll. That uh, other band, you know, the, the kitty band with uh, the, the Robert Plant sound-alike guy mm-hmm. that I, you know, that I basically discovered and played well before anybody else. That's right. When Okay, I played them on your show. We got it on tape. I played it on your show before anybody would ever heard these motherfuckers. Now look at them. On the cover of Teen Beat Magazine, baby. You know, girls all <laughs> over the place just loving them. You know? So. Yeah. Time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Lev Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> Lev, love for Lev. We love him. Love him, baby. He's not as crooked as our president, but we still love him. Yeah. 
I think it's interesting. I'll tell you one thing. I think it's interesting on that. Uh, he was saying that that it was embarrassing when the FBI came and raided his house and you know and arrested him and his wife and so because mm. they saw that he had like basically a fucking shrine. He had like a little shrine set up for the president. Mm-hmm. He's totally a big. He thought he was the, the, the yeah. savior. He was totally the savior. Mm-hmm. He said that. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and and I hear all these people saying, well, you know, he's never saying that. It's always, well, she said this. And blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lev's the man. Yep. Lev's the man. Love for Lev. Of course, I'm really talking about, yeah, Precision Auto Works of Pompano Beach, Florida. 954-247-9362. Any make, any model, bumper to bumper. Dave. The entire A-S-E certified crew. I was just with Dave. He is one of the sponsors every year for the uh, Dan Gurney uh, has a charity. Dan Gurney's one of these guys who's like a drag racer. And uh, I guess he's from South Florida. He used to at the old, uh, there was a racetrack here in Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were talking about that. There's a whole big thing about that. And they do a uh, charity event every year at Sheehan. Automotive, the Sheen Autoplex, which happens to be literally a 10-minute walk from my house. I actually got to go to something and walk to it. Nobody does that in Florida. Nobody. Right. Nobody. Walking. Walking. I did. I walked from my house to this thing. It was right. really cool. It was all these cool cars. It's, you know, I get off and uh, Dave was there with his uh, Hemi Cuda Resto Mod, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just balls out. I don't know how many horsepower it is. It's a bazillion horsepower. There were some really cool cars there, and I got to actually uh, kind of by accident uh, have a little private chit-chat with Bill Sheehan, the owner, the man himself. Mm-hmm. And he had a uh, car that he had basically – it was a barn find that he had gotten from San Francisco, and he was doing a frame-off restoration on his car. It's a, uh, it was a uh, 69 Camaro that he had stumbled across. It was a ZL1. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was showing it, and the, you know, the different engines and then the uh, the framework that he wanted to put it on and stuff. It was nice chat with him. It's a nice charity because Dan Gurney apparently, I guess he got into a horrific accident. He's now in a wheelchair, and he has to, you know, use the arm and stuff. And so the charity is about raising money to help research so that people who are in wheelchairs can eventually be able to walk again. Mm-hmm. And so it's the logo is like somebody in a chair. It's like, you know, you see that... Uh, you know, the Darwinian thing, you know, the apes turning into man. Mm-hmm. Same thing, from the chair to walking. And so that was a nice charity. It's it's the 20, It was the 20th year this year. I got to go, and Dave is one of the uh, the sponsors there. I guess, you know, you know, Bill Sheen knows his work very well. And, you know, people, people, people who know here in Broward County, mm-hmm. people who know Dave, he gets, he gets props, baby. He got props that night. It was one of those times where I finally got to see how all these people, how much respect mm-hmm. people have for him and his work and his commitment um, to these cars and, you know, to, to getting the job done right. I met, uh, you know, some of the people working over there. He's one of the uh, the people over there that's on the crew um, Is uh, was a uh, member of uh, law enforcement uh or the fire department in New York uh, during 9-11. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, his daughter is also working there now. And I, you know, I told him, I said, hey, I used to work at the World Trade Center, and you know, I spotted the sticker on the car. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, where'd you get that from? It's unusual. And he told me the story, and so I went over there and I showed him the uh, sweatshirt I got from uh, from the fire department with my name on it from the EM EMT people and EMS for doing. I did them a favor a while ago. In any event. Easy to get to. It's right off I-95. Okay. You take Atlantic West. You make the first left turn on Andrews. The first right turn on third. It's two blocks off. 60 seconds off the highway. One. Seriously. You've been there. All you got to do. Yeah. Is, all you got to do is walk through the doors and take a look at the cars. Other people have brought it. Right. Go, yeah. Okay. If you're going to. Anybody. Who, yeah. Anybody who brings. Anybody who brings a 65 vet mm. in there. And it is. Oh, matching numbers, mm-hmm. okay? He's very committed to the authenticity, okay? The, the big thing at the Barrett Jackson this year, and last year, I pointed this out last year, and it was, this year was a big year for the four GTs because it was the first year you were allowed, there's a two-year embargo. When you buy a four GT, they only make a couple thousand of them. You have to get put on a list. They're very expensive, a couple hundred thousand dollars a pop. Um but when you buy it, it's like when you get uh, shares, you get uh, options mm-hmm. for uh, shares on a company. You're not allowed to sell them for a certain period of time when you get them. If you're getting them at the insider, uh, you're getting them at the IPO price. Okay. Okay. If, if you're if you're on the inside and you're allowed to uh, purchase shares as part of an initial public offering, uh, one of the rules generally. Um, is that you can't sell them for a certain period of time, and that's the way they are with these Ford GTs. Well, the 2017s are now allowed to be sold. They had 10 different, they had 2004s, 2005s, and they had a bunch of 2017s that were, these cars are awesome. They also had the very first VIN number 001, brand new mid-engine 2020 Corvette. Ooh. Yes. And in case you're interested... Mm-hmm. The person who brought that was the GM, the general, the uh, the CEO of GM, of General Motors. Guess what? You know who he is? A her. Oh, first he's woman. A, all right, yeah. great. She is a woman in charge, and this chick is into cars. Chicks into cars, baby. I love that shit. That's great. Chicks are into. Come on, man. I don't know how to fix a car. Any chick who knows how to change the oil in my car, yeah. I'll 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 give you a shot. You can you can you can fucking eat crackers and vet, baby. It's all right with me. I got no problem with that. You can go to the SoFlowRadio.com webpage, which if you're listening to this right now, you're probably on. You click on the box on the top row. It says Tony C. Screw it down. It's going to take you right to my page where you're going to see the link for our SoundCloud page, where every single show we've ever done is available to be listened to for free. Yeah, man. You want to know why? Because we got an angel. Yes, we do. Angel Espino, right on, baby. Mucho mahalo to our boy, Angel Espino. Making sure... It's a Espino. Mm-hmm. Espino. Oh, it is a Espino? It's a Espino. Solo uno Espino. Solo uno Espino, okay. That's from the Godfather also. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you'd have given me one second, I'd have picked You're up good. on it, but I was, I was committed to trying to say that you know, there's not a lot of independent radio out there anymore. Everybody's so concerned about trying to make the name for themselves and then monetize it 
you know, off mm-hmm. of that. They're they're concerned about monetizing it as a way of making a name for themselves. Yeah. Guess what? We're gonna do what we do, and if we happen to, if somebody wants to throw a bucket of money at us, far fucking yeah. out because we could certainly use it. But God bless Angel. Yeah, man. Okay, for making sure that we can still come in here and say what we want to say and play what we want to play. Right. Okay. And it's out there. And it's out there. We get to do it, and I'm I'm super duper grateful. I'm grateful. Right on. You know, this is the start. We our first show was in April of 2015. Wow. Yeah, we're coming up on our five year anniversary. Home boy, home to, skilly willy. You know, I've got a bottle of uh, Hennessy that I haven't opened. In Yo, crack the henny, baby. Yo, crack that henny open. VSOP. VSOP. It's up there on the on the shelf. I've been looking for a special occasion. I don't know if you drink that kind of thing. I could I could be convinced to you know mm-hmm. as a, as a cognac as an after dinner you have mm-hmm. the correct aperitif. I, I believe you would need a aperitif glass. I have snifters of various sizes. There you go, snifters of various sizes. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Hey man, Precision Auto, Precision Auto Works. Pompano Beach, Florida. 954-247-9362. As ever, it is the place where people who love their cars take their cars. That's right. And we love our cars. We do love our cars. Yeah, you know, once again, short set. Okay. But a couple of covers here. I, I, you know, ran into these two songs. Most of the stuff that I played on the show today... Okay, pretty much all of it. I've had in a folder, and they've all been things I've wanted to play, and they just haven't fit into the sets over the last several months. Okay. And I thought, what a perfect opportunity to do two and three at a time and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I really, you know, I'm kind of digging this. We're going to have to, you know, look, let's not kid ourselves, all right? It's called the Groove It Down for a reason. Because we groove. We do. We do. And we live for the groove and groove for the life. Right. But every once in a while, there's some stuff that actually is important. It needs yeah. to be said. It does need to be said. It needs to be discussed. It needs to be, it needs to be discussed. You don't want to talk to somebody. You don't want to talk at somebody. You know what? You want to run in 2024, move to Kansas and try talking with somebody. Yeah. There you go. We're going to hit the drive groove now, though. You ready for that? I'm ready. All right, baby. We'll kick it off with Clutch on SoFloRadio.com.
Uh, Strawberry Fields Forever. That's a brand new track by Al D, one of my favorites of all time. I love Al Demiola. What I love about that particular version of the song is uh, how he feeds, you know, towards the, towards the end there, he, he, he gets back to that sound that he had when he, you know, right after he left uh, Return to Forever. He did like that, that great three-album stretch where, you know, Where Have I Known You? Uh, was it... Uh, Mystery, uh, no mystery. Where have I known you before? And romantic warrior, and that was you know my favorite lineup, my favorite lineup of that, um, you know with uh, Chikoria, Altamiola, Stanley Clark, and Lenny White. And then he went solo, and he did uh, Land of the Midnight Sun was his first album, and great track on that. I'm pretty sure I played it before. Uh, it's the only uh, studio track that's got Altamiola and Jaco Pastorius on it. Fantastic. But then his next two albums were, uh, I think, Casino and Splendido Hotel. And Ele- it was like, there was three albums in there. It's a Splendido Hotel, Casino, and Elegant Gypsy. That, that's like a three-album stretch he had in there right after Midnight, uh, Land of the Midnight Sun. That sound, that, uh, that kind of, you know... I don't know, kind of, it, you know, it's got that salsa-esque, mm-hmm. merengue-esque, but that, that crisp, he gets that sound, and he uses a, uh, I'm not sure if he's using his Ibanez on this, but on the originals, man, he was using a Gibson, a uh, Gibson Les Paul, and the sound, the screeching sound, he would get out of that. But there's a video of this that I stumbled across, and I was like, man, it's just fantastic. He's so good. He's so crisp after all these years. You're talking about a guy who is now, well, he's coming up on 50 years of Mm -hmm. having been literally considered one of the 10 best at what he does in the music world. And that's that's a long stretch, baby. That is a long stretch to be as good as he is. I saw him a couple years ago. He uh, he was down here. I went with my friend uh, Yasha. That was great. And I've seen him. You know, this is one of those guys I've literally seen him in the 80s, 90s, and then in the 2010s, you know? I may have even seen him in the 70s. No. Uh, no. I think I saw him right at the beginning of the early 80s, the first time I saw him. But, you know, I managed to see this guy, and I'll never get tired of listening to him. And uh, before that, Clutch, doing the uh, CCR song, Fortunate Son. Just fucking belting it out real quick. Two and a half minutes to smack you down rock and roll. Yeah, awesome. I love that shit, man. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So there you go, 101 in the books. This yeah. is how we start a new century. This was my, my Boy Scout troop number when I was a Boy Scout. Really? Blowing Rock, North Carolina, Troop 101. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you were a Boy Scout. That yeah, explains man. the gun thing, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm it kidding. Not, it was a joke. I was, I was, was going to say that was explaining the knife thing because, you know, Boy oh, Scouts are right. big into yeah, knives. Oh, that's right. you got all those yeah. knives. That's yeah, right. You've got a great collection of knives, mm-hmm. man. I want to sell it. Some of those are really, some of them are, yeah. they're, yeah. they're been, happening. Been selling them. So we're going to come back in a couple of weeks yeah, and get back to doing uh, a little bit more. Get back fo- into the groove. Get back it? into the groove. Oh, you know, look, we were in a groove today. It was groovy today. What are you talking about? We were in a groove today. And I'll tell you what, this is where I get to, to, to guilt you. Because All right. we've been talking throughout this show when, you know, and during bits and pieces of music about how much we're really enjoying this. Just yeah. sitting down and just going at it. Well, guess what? Mm. Okay. George Rodriguez show, yeah, used to be like that. Yeah, it was it was a bit more kitschy. It had a little bit more of the uh, 
All right. I've been thinking about it. You know, I've been the, the, about, the, the stuff you know, that I don't pay attention to. When I can to take it. a day off, but uh, yeah. I don't pay attention to, but this, this is what you are made for. This, right I here. did it for this. years, but and you, you know, know what? It's hard to make a living at it. Yeah. You know what? I understand that. Mm-hmm. But every, you don't have to do it every week. All right. Every, you know, every once in a while, you need to say, yeah, it's time to talk about some shit, pal. All right. We're going right. to sit down. We're going to bring a few people in. We'll, we'll let them call in. I got a whole bunch of people we can call. My friend Roger, so mm-hmm. talk, I'm always talking about him as, you know, all the music that he did. Okay, mm-hmm. check it out. He majored in presidential history, Central Michigan. This guy knows all of them. He knows presidential history. My boy Ken Sanzel, the guy who made the movie, you know, Kill Chain and all these other movies. He did Blunt Force Drama and yeah. all that stuff. There's a, this right, a, this yeah. is a guy. We got this, a, this is a guy who never never misses in a... Uh, a Washington Post and New York Times op-ed. I mean, he reads the op-eds. It's like my mother. My mother reads the op-eds. And she goes right back to that back page. You know, the old gray lady mm-hmm. spewing it out from her behind. <laughs> like, you know, that's what most people don't know. Times Square mm-hmm. is named for the New York Times. That's how it got its name. Okay. And, you know, remember me in Herald Square? Yeah, mm-hmm. named for the New York Herald. Okay. Yeah. Most people don't know that. Now I know. Yeah, there you go. So we're going to come back. We're going to do it again. We're going to keep doing it, man. You know, we did 100. And, you know, Tom Simioli said, looking forward to looking forward to the next 100. So now we got, you know, now we're basically on a hook, baby. Yeah, man. We're on a fucking hook for this. So you got a tune that you picked out. To get yeah, it's, out of here. Uh, you know, I was looking through my hip hop selection, and this is humorous. Yeah, because I didn't put any in the show today, and I just thought it would be appropriate for MLK. Not that you know, I mean, rock and roll was practically invented by the African Americans, and we, it's not just hip hop that just happens to be what's going on right now, but uh, all over the place. And I changed my mind several times about the end of song, and I I settled on this because well, okay, uh, well, it makes tell me what it, it is. makes me smile. It's a, it's a, it's obnoxious by Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique is the name of the individual. Okay. Uh, immortal or rapper? Immortal. Immortal, immortal. immortal technique, and uh, it's it's edgy and uh, uh, the his sense of humor is undeniable. How's that? <laughs> and hey, uh, and there there's a, there's a local reference, and that's what made me want to. You know, there's this guy named um, Ari Ari Fleischer, I think he does the uh, six o'clock hour on MSNBC. Boy, okay, he, yeah, and he's all about. Modern day hip hop. I know he knows all these. He brings all these people on and stuff like that. And uh, it's called. And the name of his show is called The Beat. Okay. Uh, The Beat with Ari Melbourne. Ari Melbourne, Mm -hmm. as in Ari Fleischer. He was the uh, press guy for you know for Clinton or Obama or somebody. He was a press secretary. Ari Melbourne, Mm -hmm. a lawyer, you know, legal guy. Ari, for all you people who don't know, that is Hebrew for. Lion. Oh, all right. Ari means lion. Well, now I know. It's a very educational show. Yeah, I'm here for you. Um, And I was thinking, uh, what was it? uh, He should do a thing with the the beat, 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 the beat. I have this song. All right. All right. It's a Run DMC, I think, does the sample on that one of their tracks from an early album. The beat. The beat, the beat, the beat. The, oh, no. You know who it is? Eric B. and Rakim. That's it. Okay. How there you I, go. Yeah. All and right. It was one of the greats, but that's it. The beat. And I was well, thinking, there you go. how come he hasn't? 
How is it possible the guy that, like, brings on, you know, fucking guys like this, like Mortal, what's it, Immortal? Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique. This is probably the kind of guy that he would have on his show. All right? All right. So this has always been one of my pet peeves. If you're going to be into the recent shit, okay, you should at least try and gain a sense of history of how they managed to, to come to be. Because yeah. without Eric B. and Rakim, without Cool Herc, without Run mm-hmm. DMC, without Curtis Blow, without Melly Mel and Grandmaster Splash, without these guys, without P.E., mm-hmm. okay, without fucking Jimmy Todd Smith. Yeah, you're losing the young audience, uh, Gramps. Yeah, but, <laughs> but people like, you know, Immortal Technique. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not new either. I don't. I, I would say this has got to be '90s, maybe. That's oh, just really? My guess. Yeah. I've never heard of it. All right. I'm just guessing '90s, but uh, whatever. It's uh, it's cute. It'll well, put a smile on your face. Okay. Well, that's going to be to get us out of here, song. As always, mm-hmm. you know, for me and my boy over here, Gramps. Yeah, yeah. Master Flash George Rodriguez, Mika right. Andre, proud grandpa. As always, it is aloha and peace. Good night, mom. I'm obnoxious, motherfucker, can't you tell? Run through little Havana yelling, Viva Fidel! Jerking off with the sheets when I stay at hotels, drinking Bacardi at AA meetings, smoking a L. I'm broke as hell, my attitude is no good. Like working for white people after watching Rosewood. So I'm a mercenary, I don't care how I get richer. Like American companies that did business with Hitler. Get the picture, nigga? I'm the best of both worlds without the hidden camera and the 12 year old girl. It's Face it, you're basic, you are and half the man that I am I'll throw your gang sign up, and then I'll spit on my hand Give me a hundred grand, give me your watch, give me your chain That's your girl, bitch get over here, give me some brain I'll bust off on her face, and right after this segment She'll probably rub it in her pussy, try to get herself pregnant I said it, I meant it, that's the way I deal with enemies Like pro-lifers, that support the death penalty And don't talk about war, when niggas know that you puss A fucking hypocrite, draft dodger like George Bush don't push me, nigga, cause I'm close to the edge And I'll jump off with a rope that's wrapped around your head Send a dead fetus to my ex on Valentine's Day The safety's off, nigga, so get the fuck out my way Obnoxious, nigga, murderous lyrics I know that you hear it Now that I'm getting closer and closer I know that you feel it You eating off rap, and I hope you choke on your gimmick Nigga said hip-hop was dead, but I'm invoking the spirit We taking it back in the day to the golden age When whack motherfuckers used to get thrown off stage Immortal technique, I made this the bump in your ride Or burn it off the internet and bump it outside Nigga, we keeping it live, we keeping it live We keeping it live, we keeping it live Burn it off the fucking internet and bump it outside Look, motherfucker, my words damage and slaughter A raging alcoholic like the president's daughter's disgusting flow Like third world country tap water But before I hit the border, someone give me a quarter Cause I'm a prank call, cop shot, just for kicks Payback for every time that they called me a spick And Puerto Rican chicks tell me that I'll fuck like I'm loco And Dominican women call me the rompetoto They call me ocioso, I'd rather get fired than quit I get unemployment, you work, and we making the same shit how dare you niggas criticize the way that I spit You 
coffee shop revolutionary son of a bitch But you know what the fuck I think is just pathetic and gay When niggas speculate what the fuck Pac would say You don't know shit about a dead man's perspective And talking shit and get your neck bone disconnected, disrespected Niggas don't show no love Why you trying to be hardcore, you fucking homo thug And don't be sensitive and angry at the shit that I wrote Cause if you can take a fucking dick, you can take a joke I'll choke your friends in front of you to prove that you've fallen off And you won't do shit about it like the church during the hall Holocaust, Kalichnikov, machine gun flow that I fire Obnoxious until they shoot me on the day I retire Obnoxious nigga, murderous lyrics I know that you hear it Now that I'm getting closer and closer I know that you feel it You eating off rap And I hope you choke on your gimmick Nigga said hip hop was dead But I'm invoking the spirit We taking it back in the day To the golden age When whack motherfuckers used to get thrown off stage Immortal technique I made this the bump on your ride Or burn it off the internet and pump it outside, nigga. We keeping it live. We keeping it live. We keeping it live. We keeping it live. Burn it off the fucking internet and bump it outside. <laughs> Damn, homie, in high school I beat the shit out of you and your man, homie Your girl wanna blow me and don't even know me She lonely and she think you a phony I'll take a piss on a development deal from Sony A Def Jam, cause you like all of the rest, man This ain't a verse, this shit talk at the end of the song And you can suck a dick if you think I ended it wrong Fuck you and I'm gone <laughs> Peace to the stronghold, E-O-Dub, word of mouth Forbidden chapters, Ayak niggas, wax pole, killing you slow. The plague, I'll murder a show. You don't even know, yeah. Foul play, nigga. Listening to SoFloRadio.com.